hope you're doing good tonight. Very excited. We've got an awesome special guest. America's pastor is on tonight with us. Rodney Howard Brown from the River Church. My favorite pastor and uh, favorite preacher of all time. Love him. Great man of God will be on with us tonight, hanging out with us as long as he wants to be here. He'll be on who knows how long we'll go tonight. Listen, I want to just let you know, Trump's going to win. I'm telling you, it's going to be so funny. Everybody's put out their tweets today. You see Jeb Bush out there and John Kasich, and they're congratulating uh, President-elect Joe Biden. And Fox News announced that he is the, uh, Joe Biden is the president-elect and Kamala Harris has crashed the glass ceiling and she's the highest elected woman of color in the history of America and all this stuff. It's going to be a sad day when the votes are actually, actually tallied because I'm telling you right now, there are hundreds and hundreds of thousands, if not millions of fraudulent votes out there. It's coming in. Lawsuits start on Monday from Rudy Giuliani, Corey Lewandowski, Pam Bondi, the Warriors on the front line. Let me just, before I forget, go to the Trump website and give, 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 give to his legal defense fund. We need to provide them with millions upon millions of dollars so that they can bring forth justice. This isn't just about President Trump. It's not just about him. It's about having legal and fair elections. If Joe Biden got the most votes, then he, most legal votes. Now here's, you know, it's funny about this is they look at votes the same way as they look at immigrants. They have illegal immigrants that they call undocumented immigrants. So I guess they're talking about undocumented votes. They want counted. I'm telling you right now, when it is all counted, Trump is going to win this thing. I'll put it up there and there you go. Give, give, give right here. Official election defense fund contribute now right there. Go there and give. I don't care whether it's five bucks. I don't care the, you know, whatever it is we're giving. My son's giving. My worship leader, my tech guy is given, everybody's given, and uh, we're gonna, we need to do and bring this. It's not just about electing Donald Trump. I want you to think about this. How long has it been? How many elections have, I mean, was Barack Obama really elected president? We don't know because they've been doing this for decades. Philadelphia, you know, Pittsburgh, Milwaukee, Detroit, hundreds of thousands of votes. I mean, just think about it. 130,000 votes show up at four o'clock in the morning in Detroit, Michigan, 130,000, all 130,000 go for Biden. Well, here's my first video for you to get you charged up. And then we're going to have the best pastor, best preacher in America. Come on with me. Play it for me, Aaron. Three weeks from now, I will be harvesting my crops. Imagine where you will be, and it will be so. Hold the line. Stay with me. If you find yourself alone, riding in green fields with the sun on your face, do not be troubled, for you are in Elysium, and you're already dead! Brothers, what we do in life echoes in eternity. Oh yeah, bring it back to me. Oh yeah. See, we need to hold the line. 
We are going to hold the line. Bring in Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, River Church, Tampa Bay International Ministry. My favorite pastor. Pastor, show him your shirt as best you can. All right. There we so go. Pastor, because <laughs> hardcore devil stomping ninja. <laughs> yeah. Isn't an official job title. There you go. There's his official job title. I was going to try to find an American flag or something else that I could wear, but I just pulled that one out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's time for warfare. You got the right shirt on for the right time, and we need to. Just, a, Pastor, just a quick thought. What do you think about what's going on right now, just to lead off tonight? Well, first of all, I'm sitting here at the um, official disc for calling elections. <laughs> Um, and well, you're I'm part of the media. Donald Trump, uh, <laughs> the president, for you know, the next four years. <laughs> Look, the whole thing is a scam. Now, everything I've written about in my books. So for me, there's nothing a surprise for me about this. Yep. I've actually told people that they were going to come. You know, I, I, I'm not frustrated when I say this because I've been through the frustration. So I'm actually, I'm chilled about it. But for four years, I've known about the voting machines. Yep. I know all about the fraud, and I have done my best. And you know, I'm on the advisory board, the White House. Yep. I've done my best to tell them no one will listen. No one would listen. <laughs> yep. So I just sit back. I knew about the Russian collusion. I knew about all this stuff. In, yep. in December 2016, I knew about the Russian stuff. Yep. Because I was in the Ukraine. From the from the government of the Ukraine came to see me in my hotel to tell me they want to apologize to President Nick Trump because of they've been involved with Hillary Clinton and 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 the Obama administration. Yep. When I got back to America, no one would. I tried to talk to them. No one would talk to me. Yeah. Then I got all, I got all the dossiers on the machines, and I tried to talk to them. No one would talk to me. Right. I tried to talk to preachers. They just thought I was cuckoo for cocoa puff. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I think everybody thinks that it's a conspiracy until it slaps you right in the face. And no, they, you what know. they've done, this is a Soviet-style takeover of America. Yep. So that what they've done is rigged the votes, which right. I believe they did cheat with the last election, but they didn't cheat enough. Otherwise, Hillary would have won. Right. And that's what shocked them, because they thought they had it locked in the bag. Right. And so with this one, <laughs> they cheated too much. Um <laughs> Dogs voting, cats voting, <laughs> people that have been dead for 150 years voting, um, illegals voting. It, it's, it's insanity through the roof. Well, yeah. we in the church should be like rejoicing that all these people have been resurrected from the dead and have come out and have come out and voted. It's a miracle. It's as if when Jesus came out of the came out of the tomb and all the dead people were rising around him. This is Joe Biden must have that sort of anointing on his life because all these dead uh, he, people are he's, he's very happy <laughs> I mean when when you can get people out of the civil war to uh, to come and vote for you you know you're doing well <laughs> yeah that's for sure we just lost everybody on Facebook we're, we're blocked on Facebook we already got blocked oh wow we just got blocked on Facebook we have 67 people on YouTube so I'm going to extend that one wow we just got a, blocked on YouTube for some reason no, on Facebook on Facebook wow we're already blocked on how did that happen? Wow. Was it probably it's probably because I'm on you. No, who knows? Well, usually you do. Did you put my, did you put my name on there? Oh yeah. 
You shouldn't have. Yeah, we're blocked on Twitter and Facebook, so get the word out to get everybody on YouTube. No, you're kidding me. You can't be blocked on Twitter. Let me see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've been, we got three people watching on Facebook. It went from 200. No, well, you're still on Facebook. Yeah, we had 200. We're still on Twitter. They shut us down. We had 200 live on Facebook. They shut us down for at least a minute here. And now we're down to three people on Facebook. We're still on Twitter. Okay. All right. Do you want to go off and come back on again? No, we'll just keep fighting the fight here. We'll just keep on going. So we still on Facebook, Aaron? Because we're showing that we're on. Well, it's, I think it's escalating a lot more. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, we're just going to keep going. All right. So let's go with our first one. I'm going to read uh, your wife's tweet from today. It's awesome. Put that up for me. Here we go. Adonica Howard Brown and Moses said unto the people, fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will shew to you today for the Egyptians whom ye you have seen today. You shall see them again. No more forever. The Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Exodus 14, 13 and 14. That's exactly right. And pastor, I'm sure you feel the same way as I do. I don't, I'm not praying any mamsy pamsy prayers here. I'm not sitting here going, thy will be done or anything else. I'm absolutely praying wholeheartedly all in jumping off the cliff for a Trump victory. That's it. That's how I'm praying. You feel the same way? Yeah, totally. I mean, look, it's not over till the fat angel sings. (laughs) And the way I look at it is that the president Trump is still president until the 20th of, of January. He's not, you know, the way they were acting this morning was that Trump should walk out of the White House, take his suitcase and go. That's not how government transfers power yet. That's right. So first of all, the media, it's illegal for them to call the election. They're not allowed to call the election. The election is called by each state. They haven't even called Alaska yet. <laughs> they they, Arizona's not called yet. That's right. Even though the media called it, but the state hasn't called it. Right. And right. neither is Pennsylvania. So it's it's a whole illegal operation going on here. Yeah. And, um, you know, remember 2000 with the hanging chance. Oh, yeah, Al of course. Gore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He kept that he kept that going to the middle of, of December. I know. Why is anybody even worried about that? that was 39 days that went. And, yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, that's fine for Al Gore. Yeah. But, you know, it's wrong because Trump's not wanting to concede. He, he doesn't have to concede. No, why? No, what's what's the reason? And my thing is transparency. If you if you feel like you won, then you'd want everybody to see how much you won by, and you'd want every vote counted. I, I pastor, I put together a list of Trump's accomplishments. Uh, I mean, actually, his accomplishments in this election. President Trump received more votes than any standing president in history. Uh, not one Republican state house, not one Republican state house throughout the nation was lost. Not one. Uh, eight to 14 Republican seats added to the House. Joe Biden underperformed in Florida uh, because it's controlled by DeSantis. We had no vote problems in Florida with 22 million people. And uh, we and Florida did not shut down on election night, as did any strong Republican state. Um, Biden somehow underperformed greatly in Miami and amongst Latinos, but somehow greatly overperformed in Philadelphia, Detroit, Atlanta, and Milwaukee, but underperformed in all other urban centers. The center, the Senate was held. Um, uh, the president got 200,000 more votes 
this year than he got in 2016 in Miami-Dade County. 200,000 more votes. Uh, Hillary won it by 300,000. Biden won it by 100,000. And he got 36 to 40% of the Hispanic vote. And he got more black and Hispanic votes than any Republican since the 1950s. I mean, there's no wow. way, there's no way the man lost. It just doesn't work that way. There's, I mean, you don't gain a bunch of house seats and not lose. I mean, think about it. Not one, not one state house that's run by Republicans was lost in the entire country. And yet that, somehow, right. And somehow the Republican presidential candidate lost it. That's absolutely impossible. Absolutely impossible. Here's the, uh, here's Trump's attorney. This is Jenna Ellis. This is uh, a tweet she put out. Uh, this is the most dishonest Chiron Fox News has ever run. Joe Biden elected 46th president. This was, uh, I don't know, somewhere around 4 o'clock this afternoon or earlier than that. I can't remember when it came out. Pastor, what do you think about Fox News? What's going on there? Well, I stopped watching Fox a long time ago, probably two years ago. I'll only watch Tucker Carlson on YouTube. But I stopped watching Fox um, yeah. when I knew that 8% of Fox was owned by Middle Eastern families. Yeah. So I knew they would compromise. Yeah. And um, I wasn't interested in that, you know. Uh, I know they just fired Janine Pirot. Judge, she Did they really? Pirot today. Really? Yeah, they fired her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's this afternoon, yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Anybody in here know that? None of us even yeah. heard that yet. Oh my gosh! I I, I believe I, I tried to send it to you. I, I okay. might have sent it to you. Wow! And if I didn't, I apologize. But um, uh, no. What I are they going to try to do? Take but, CNN's audience? Take CNN's pitiful audience? I mean, why would they? Why does Fox News go well, that way when they collected so they've they've amassed such a you know huge audience of conservatives throughout all these years and. They just want to let it go for whatever reason. I don't get it. You know? Yeah, you know, one of the funniest things I saw today on Twitter was all of the never Trumpers <laughs> getting slammed by AOC. <laughs> I and, saw that too. The Lincoln Project. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, let me tell you. Let me let me tell you. These guys think they're going to get all free. <laughs> they're going to come for them just as much as they come for everybody else. Oh yeah, they're, they'll be in the truth and reconciliation camps before you and I are, because they're not armed. <laughs> There's no question. There's no question. Uh, so it's 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 ludicrous what's yeah. happening, you know. Oh yeah. Hey, I, I want to just say this right now. I did uh, I did retweet the thing, and I've got some of my guys watching. Yeah, we're back on, on Facebook. Are you back on Facebook? Yep, we're back. Well, we're let me up. just say this to everybody watching right now: if you can go onto the YouTube channel and click like, if you can do that, that'll that'll push the likes up. I see YouTube's got 140 people watching right now, yep. and then everybody watching on Facebook, share, 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 share quickly. And let's get this thing moving. Yep. Um, and I, I want to say this, you know, because I get to watch your podcast every now and then. My wife and I watch, and you are relentless. You're like a, you're like a, a podcast tiger. I mean, you just look at the camera and you just go for like two and a half hours, you know. And uh, but I want to thank you for, uh, you, you know, sticking up for me all those months ago, eight uh, months ago. Yep. I've never in my life, anywhere, in all 41 years of ministry, never had anyone 
stick up for me like you stuck up for me. Mm-hmm. In actual fact, when they sent me the video on the day of my arrest, <laughs> I sat like this. <laughs> and I couldn't believe it. I, I, I thought, I thought you're going to turn on me. I thought he's going <laughs> to he's going to drop the bomb and he's going to rip me to shreds. And you just went. Uh, uh, uh. I shouted to my wife, come here. You don't to believe this, you know? So I want to, I want to just salute you and, and thank you again. Thanks, you know, Pastor. we love you guys. Love and you uh, one of these days I'm going to pop down there and visit you uh, suddenly, because I know your place. <laughs> we believe in God. God's going to give you a bigger place, but Amen. Uh, in, Amen. in a time when no one expects it, I'll suddenly be there in the building. <laughs> well, you can come I down might, anytime. I might even just surprise you. Oh, come on down. I'll, you come on down and then do whatever you want. I'll hand you the microphone or you can I'll, I'll, do whatever I'll you want. I'll put a wig on. I'll put a wig <laughs> oh, gosh. On. Not one of your infamous disguises, please. Like your COVID mask disguise that you put out where everybody thinks that you're from the Middle East. All right. Here's something from uh, Corey Lewandowski, uh, one of the president's representatives, one of his soldiers. Uh, this is from LifeNews.com's tweet, breaking Corey Lewandowski, quote, a woman in Pennsylvania voted in this election a full nine days after she died. <laughs> Play it for me. I appreciate you being here today. Let me just give you one concrete example, not anecdotal, but concrete example of what we believe to be valid voter fraud in the state of Pennsylvania. I draw your attention to an obituary listed for one Denise Ondish in Allegheny County. Born 9-10-1946, deceased 10-22-2020. Her application to vote was received on 10-23, the day after she died. It was then mailed by the county back to her on 10-24-2020, two days after she had legally passed away. And the ballot was then received back at the county office on November 2nd, 2020, and when you go to the Secretary of State's website today, it says that she voted in this election, effective November 2nd, 2020, a full nine days after Ms. Ondish of Allegheny County passed away. This is not, excuse me, this is not empirical, this is not anecdotal. This is hard evidence, and if you do your jobs from the media, I'm sure you'll find additional examples, and this will be one of many that we will be filing with the court. Thank you very much. Also, 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 when you, when you say that there's no evidence, the people, standing, the people standing behind me are called witnesses. They will eventually, soon hopefully, appear in court and give this testimony because we're going to file a federal lawsuit that we'll cover here and Pittsburgh, and we will have as many witnesses as the court needs. Right now, it could be as many as 90 witnesses. That's called evidence that there was a uniform deprivation of the right to inspect, which constitutes a fraud on the people of Pennsylvania, constitutes a fraud on all legitimate voters. Any illegitimate vote cancels a legitimate vote. Now, here we go. So you got a woman there, and we all know that this is, there's, there's many examples of how these votes came in and that they're fraudulent. One of the many is that there's dead people voting. That woman voted nine days after she died. Absolutely, you know, she received her uh, application after she was dead, mailed in her application after she was dead. 
and voted <laughs> after she was dead. And that's just one of the many ways that this is being pulled off right now. This is not, this is not legit. And that's it. And a lot of people get hung up on the dead people voting stuff. I'm telling you, that's, that's very small in comparison to what really happened. Mainly it's all about mail-in ballots and the manipulation of those mail-in ballots that though, that's where the millions or the hundreds and hundreds of thousands come in. That's what, you know, that, that's what will get Trump over is when we do. And this is, this is a terminology that I took from one of Pastor Rodney's uh, sermons that I watched at the stand for a, what he called a forensic audit. So I've been using both forensic audit and forensic recount in my tweets and social media posts. Pastor, what do you think about the uh, dead people voting, the mail-in votes? I think it is very appropriate for Uncle Joe. Yeah. Because he's like a dead, dead man walking, you know. <laughs> um, I was burn. laughing here. I saw this uh, trumpet tweeted nine hours ago. I won the election by a lot. So this clown tweets. That's it. That seals the deal. I've been a U.S. citizen for 40 years. And all my time of being one, I've never seen an election this rigged. I've had enough of it. I'm packing my bags to Hawaii where they actually know how to run a country. Bye-bye. So, bless his heart. He doesn't know Hawaii is America. Is it crazy? And, you know, in Hawaii, I mean, I was talking to pastors on the line. They said Hawaii was full of Trump people, flags, waving, whatever. And they lined up to go vote. And they lined up for five, six hours to get into line. And then there was only six voting machines inside. And then they cut the line off and many people left and never got to vote. Yeah. And Fox News called Hawaii and then and people were just going to the polls and right. called Hawaii for Biden. Yeah. And we they have to ask, right. We have to ask how long has this been going on? How many decades has this been going on? I mean, that's the whole thing. And now that we've pretty much lost Fox News, there's nobody that was going to hold any of these people accountable. And we have to ask ourselves, how many, how many elections have ever been legitimate? I mean, we really need to ask. Because the Republicans, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Pastor, on this, but I can't think of one, one time ever where dead people's ballots showed up or a large tranche of ballots showed up and they were all for the Republican candidate. It's always... The Republican candidate wins on election eve, and then lo and behold, the next day, they find a whole bunch of quote-unquote absentee ballots, and they go every single time for the Democrat. I just, I, what baffles me is a lack of logic. If you're a Democrat, and you want to be some sort of just maybe honest, liberal, progressive, how do you not look at this and look at every single time a dead person votes? It's always for the Democrat. I don't get how people don't look at it you know, logically, but um, all right. Next up, Aaron, on the Orthodox Jews in uh, New York, the Biden celebration. This is from the Daily Caller. If they were Orthodox Jews, build. Oh, it's not Orthodox Jews. It's, it's Joe Biden supporters. If they were Orthodox Jews, Bill, Bill de Blasio would send a SWAT team. And then Liam Stack writes, there are thousands of people in Times Square right now cheering, singing, dancing and celebrating the defeat of Donald Trump, play it for me. There's Times Square. All right, back to me real quick. So I guess that's a major, 
uh, you know, problem as far as COVID is concerned. That's a major COVID alert right there because all those people are there. And I'm sure that in any minute now, Anderson Cooper is going to come in and talk about what a danger all those people put themselves in and others. Hey, Aaron, you got the Chuck Schumer one should be next. There you go. Play it for me. Here's Chuck Schumer dancing in the streets. <laughs> there you go. I guess nobody's worried about COVID, Pastor. I guess that, you it know, when, yeah. COVID went away. <laughs> Haven't you been saying that in your, in your, uh, in your, uh, messages for I don't know quite a while now that on November fourth COVID was solved, and also COVID such an intelligent virus. Yeah, <laughs> you could put a mask on, walk to the restaurant to your table. The moment you take your mask off, COVID goes. Okay, leave him alone. He's eating now. <laughs> and then you, when you get up, you must put it on and go back to your car. Um, amazing. When you go to Home Depot. When you go to Walmart, you can, many people in there, it doesn't really matter. COVID leaves you alone in there. <laughs> and what's so crazy on the box of the mask, it says, this protects you from absolutely nothing. <laughs> so people, people have been so programmed and dumbed down that they really think they're actually saving lives when in actuality, they're destroying their own immune system because they're breathing in their own carbon dioxide. That's right. And, uh, People are getting every kind of disease. Imagine thrush, diseases of the mouth, of the lungs. It's pretty bad. Yeah. You know. Well, as you said, for me, I uh, I live in kind of an insulated world. I'm really either here or I come up to your church. And everybody, it's so weird because it's almost this twilight zone that I live in because nobody that I'm around ever wears a mask. Nobody that I'm ever around um, you know, as any sort of, you know, COVID mitigation, uh, procedures at all. Nobody's social distancing, no thoughts about it. You go to the river church in Tampa, there's not a thought about it. There's nothing, there's nobody says anything about it. It's not taught, you know, it's talked about from the pulpit, but that's it. And, uh, same thing here. And then, but if you go out into the world right now, I mean, most everybody is still bought into this. And I'm talking about Christians, pastors, churches are still, social distancing, our alcohol gel stations got their masks on, scared to death, whatever, whatever it may be. But what's funny about it is, is if that was, you know, say uh, Marco Rubio dancing in the street with a Trump sign on, you know, with a Trump sign holding it up, dancing in the street around a crowd of people, that would be a grieve, grievous COVID threat, just like uh, every single thing, every crowd that the president's ever in. But Lo and behold, when it's a Democrat thing, nobody ever says a word about it. I mean, look, the crowd was huge. There's a bigger crowd that I'll show later that's right in front of the White House. I mean, I mean, just packed in. You couldn't be any closer. But like you said, I guess COVID doesn't attack certain people. You know, I guess it's just wise enough to not attack somebody with them with a Democratic label. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got this, uh, which you'll be interested in these. I've got some stuff uh, and I'll, I'll just read this one, but I've got several this is from a guy called Max Perry. These guys are liberals. They're not conservative. They're out of New York and Connecticut and New England. They're from the major university think tanks. He says, yeah, I'm going to be crucified by many of my fellow leftists for saying this. But something smells incredibly fishy about these election results. How in the world can Democrats lose several House seats gain no ground in the Senate, but managed to win the presidency. 
You see, people yeah. are not stupid. Yeah, How did Trump no win sense. Ohio again, which previously went Obama twice by eight points, just like he did in 2016, but lose all the other key swing states at the 11th hour? Am I really supposed to believe a candidate as poor as Biden got more votes than even Obama in his 2008 landslide? The projection polls were way off again. Trump was massively exceeding expectations, getting several million more votes than last time, but still ends up losing. Did the media cut away in the middle of Bush's speech when he was sealing the 2000 election? None of this adds up. And you have partisan blunders on if you can't see partisan blinders, sorry. Yeah. If you can't see it. Not to say that the GOP doesn't engage in voter suppression, but there's no ways in a million years yeah. that you'll ever convince me that this isn't a coup d'etat underway right now. Yeah. How's that? Yeah, I mean, there's no way. I see for me, it, Florida is the petri dish for the election. So you look at Florida, because Florida is a you know mega swing state. Went to Obama twice, so you can you can judge everything by like you said, Florida and Ohio. He won Florida by 200 plus thousand more votes than he did in 2016. Won Ohio by just as much or marginally more than he won 2000 by eight percent, like you said, and somehow loses the election. It absolutely not, makes no sense. Lose you, you don't lose the Senate. You gain multiple seats in in the House, and then somehow lose and somehow lose the election. Aaron, just hold that. Never give up uh, for later. All right, here's a Trump tweet coming out um, from speaking about Georgia counties. There you go. Put that up for me. Georgia counties using the same software as Michigan counties also encounter glitch. What a total mess this election has been. So we got that. Put up uh, J T. Lewis next. There you go. Philadelphia is notorious for election fraud. Mitt Romney did not receive a single vote in 59 precincts, but Mitt didn't know how to fight. Donald Trump does and will. I don't know how many people remember that, but Mitt Romney did not get a single vote in 59. Think about that. Not one vote in 59 precincts in, in the city of Philadelphia. That is statistically not an anomaly. That is statistically impossible. That cannot happen. Just like the 130,000 votes that showed up at 4 o'clock in the morning in Detroit all went for Biden. Remember when we all went to bed at 4 o'clock? We all went to bed at 4 o'clock in the morning. I did because I said they, they all said they, were, they weren't counting anymore in PA. They weren't counting anymore in Wisconsin. They weren't counting anymore in Michigan. So I went to bed and they said they weren't counting. And I got up and every, all the votes were counted. I mean, it's kind of strange. I mean, allegedly you're not voting, but from four o'clock in the morning, I went to bed at four. I got up at seven thirty, and all the votes were counted. Pastor, what do you think about that? What do you think about this software glitch that seems to be nationwide in at least twenty-eight to thirty states called Dominion Software? Yeah. There's no software glitch. All that is programmed. Everything's laid out, <laughs> and they've been Amen. flipping elections in foreign countries for years. And this is really the first time that they went for broke in America. They've yeah. done it in certain areas, but this was the first time. They went all out because they go. were going to stop Trump. Because they go. knew if Trump had another four years, he would wreck everything they're doing, and they wouldn't recover from it. There you go. Here's the thing that many people that are watching might not understand. But the, the election here in America really impacts the globe. Oh, yeah. I cannot tell you how my phone is rang off the hook from Europe, the United Kingdom, from Africa, 
and even Australia, people saying, please, Trump's got to win. If he doesn't, Australia says, if Trump doesn't win, China's going to take us. And the same goes for the rest of the nations, because you know what's going to happen. Biden will, won't be in long. Kamala will be the uh, president. And of course, if Nancy does win the speaker, she can step in and be um, vice president. Um, which then I would, if I was Kamala, I'd be watching my back because Nancy would love to be president. You know, you know what I'm saying. So the the bottom line that you're dealing with here is they'll go to war with Syria. They'll go to war with Iran. They'll go to war with China, with Russia, because they want war. That's the whole thing. Lots you know? of money. So, yeah. Money. Yeah. So, yeah. and they want to raise the taxes up to 70%, I believe, which, I mean, you know, will crush America. You can see even in Florida, total morons voted for $15 minimum wage. Mm -hmm. The minimum wage was not for people to earn a living. Yeah. The minimum wage were for students <laughs> that could come and work part-time. Right. Now what's going to happen, Close businesses. businesses are going to just say, yeah, I, I ain't paying that. Yeah. So well, you can't. Bye-bye, you know. Well, Democrats have never actually got the idea that in order for you to run a business, you have to be making a profit. Uh, <laughs> there's really nothing else to there's no there's nothing else to elaborate on that point. I mean, you actually have to be making a profit. The idea is not for you to run some sort of socialist organization. The idea is that when you're running a business, you have to be making a profit. And they never seem to get that. And I can't believe it passed in the state of Florida, too. I think people are just woefully uninformed. And what's amazing is what you said is worldwide. If you actually turn on to, to Sky News in Australia and you listen to them, it is actually like listening to a well-informed conservative. They know every state. They know the state legislatures. They know the politicians here better than most Americans do. The world is watching this election. And certain parts of the world want Biden, certain parts of the world want Trump. But the world does know, and the world is depending on this. Lat there, there, my, you, again, Pastor, you've been in 80-plus, 80 85-plus countries in your life. You know, I've been in probably three or four, <laughs> three or four countries in my life. But yeah, 85. Yeah, the whole, the whole world, there's nothing left. Nope, we lost them. Yep, we'll try to get them back. Sorry, put me on. We're good? All right, we lost Pastor Rodney for a minute. We'll get him back. Um, hey, put on that Keith Oberman video for me. This is Oberman versus Trump, and I'm not Trump. President Karen is now yelling at the manager, demanding to see the manager's manager. But President Karen has continued to mismanage his own coup. He sent Rudy Giuliani out in public to argue his case. Giuliani actually screamed, you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Permitting all of us to pause and say... Oh my, yes! We know you're stupid. We know you're fools. We're just wondering if you're wearing pants. The bad news is I think the lame duck president is now pivoting to Trump 2024. For months I've been predicting this. First mentioned it here in the second of these comments on October 8. When it's finally over, he utters this breathless sentence. I concede and I'm running for president 2024. The rallies start next Friday. The following appeared over the bylines of Peter Baker and Maggie Haberman in the New York Times. I have not seen it reported previously. Quoting, for months as his chances of being reelected dwindled, Mr. Trump told advisors, sometimes joking, sometimes not, that should he lose, he would promptly announce that he was running again in 2024. Two advisors said they anticipate he will make good on that declaration if his legal challenges fail and is defeated, a move that, if nothing else, would allow him to raise money to finance the rallies that sustain him. 
Trump can still live in a version of the bubble that he and the 69 million morons who voted for him have lived in since 2015. Inside Trump world, it's fun and exciting, and there's no pandemic, and nothing but white people, and lots of guns, and everybody will be a billionaire soon. We have not had a lot of political exiles in this country, but Trump and his people will form their own grudge-driven alt-government. Biden's lying. Biden's Chinese. Biden's a robot. And their vendetta fuel will be limitless. I always think of Bob Shockey, manager of the baseball New York Yankees in 1930 for one season. They fired him, and his successors won 23 of the next 45 pennants. And when they brought him back at the age of 85 to throw out the ceremonial first pitch, 45 years later, he looked around him and muttered, you know, I should still be managing this team. So there's the Trump 2024 campaign slogan. I should still be managing this team. Full report on my YouTube channel. Aaron, put his tweet on for me, would you? Let's look at this tweet, right, that went, went on top of this video. Trump has lost his mind and must be removed. The coup attempt, we can survive. A mentally incompetent president, we may not. Instead, he will stay, and when he concedes, he will simultaneously begin a campaign, campaign in 2024. All right, back to me. You know what else? You know, the, the left is always call, calling for us to be civil, for the president to be presidential, as Keith Oberman just called us 70 million, actually 69 million, because that was from a couple days ago, 70 million morons. He just called us voting for President Trump. All right, Michelle Malkin up next. Election fraud deniers are a threat to our constitutional republic. That's exactly correct. Everybody calls us a threat for challenging this election. What do we want? What exactly do we want? That's so such a threat to the Constitution, such a threat to our democracy, such a threat to fear and free, uh, fair and free elections. What is it that's such a threat that we want? All that we want is for every vote to be counted that is legal. Just like we want everybody to immigrate who wants to immigrate into the United States legally. That's all that we are asking. What's so wrong with that? Why would you want, ask yourself a question. Why would you not want voter ID? Why would you not want matching signatures? Why would you not want things postmarked by, by November 3rd? Explain to me why you wouldn't. There is no other explanation except criminal intent. It's as simple as that. All right, Logan O'Hanley next. Friendly reminder that project projected that projected president is just fake news psychops propaganda the constitution and the american people determine the president this fight is just beginning and yes please be hardened heartened please be heartened understand this is just begun this is not over listen you need to remember something how long was it from election day until george w bush i'm not a big fan but just george w bush was announced president 39 days, 39 days. What is today? November what? 7th. So what are we? Four days after the election. So we still got 35 days to play with until we're even in Bush Gore country. And by the way, this, this election, Bush Gore was not corrupt. This is absolute corruption. Like Michelle Malkin said, you're unconstitutional. If you don't want to talk about corrupt elections, if you're so afraid to talk about them, well, just concede and be a gentlemanly Republican. No, thank you. No, thank you at all. I have no interest in meeting the requirements of the bourgeois elite Democrat to be their gentlemanly houseboy Republican. I have absolutely no interest in it. 
No corruption? Do you really believe no corruption? Play the next video for me. How about that? How about let's let's fill in ballots for people. Using to allow representatives and poll I'm going to send it to Bill. You have as much volume as you can, buddy. Can you hear it good? This lady. Okay, just do the best you can. Just marking the ballots. There we go. I filmed her a half hour ago doing six, and she's still working at it. That, let's stamp it. Received. And let's fill in our six blanks. All at the top of the tickets on each one. One, two, three, four, five, six. Hey, you got the cops there. And there's a security guard right donuts. there. Less donuts. He's watching her. The cops are on in on it. All right, back to me. So explain that. Democrats. There's got to be a couple Democrats on here. Explain that to me. What's she doing? What is a poll worker doing? She's supposed to do one thing. Ready? Uh, stamp. That's it. What is she, what's this? What's this? What, why does she even have a pen in her hand? It's got nothing to do with being a poll worker. You put the vote in its proper slot. That's all that you do. You're sliding it through machines. That's what you're supposed to do. She's sitting there filling it out. Explain that to me. And that's not the first one. He sat there and watched her do that for hours. Filling in ballots. Explain that. Oh, well, but it's I'm the one that's a threat to the democracy because I want to check into that. I want to know what that's all about. Trump did not lose this election. It's because of people like that. This has been going on for decades. Decade after decade after decade, they've been pulling this. Who knows if even McCain lost as worthless as he was or Romney lost as worthless as he was. People, Listen, people in Wisconsin, there's a lot of Republicans there. How much longer are you going to put up with this? You're getting robbed by the people who have the corrupt Democratic election machine in Milwaukee. You really think, you really think that... Mitt Romney received zero votes in 59 precincts in Philadelphia. Zero? And that's the same thing that goes on in Milwaukee, in Pittsburgh, in Philadelphia. Atlanta now. Atlanta's been taken over. Keisha Bottoms is the mayor of Atlanta. She is a George Soros bought and paid for acolyte. You need to know that. Oh, that's conspiracy there. Really? Why don't you check in? She speaks regularly regularly for George Soros, regularly. All right, here's a typical Democratic Party hack. This is the corrupt mayor of the corrupt city. See, none of these people, they never expect us to look into it. They never expect us to turn over the rocks. And when you do and you turn over the rocks and you see all the bugs that are underneath it, they don't want us to ever find that out. And when you actually do, when you get the corrupt mayor, Philadelphia has been run by Democrats for five to six straight decades. They've never had a chance to breathe ever. And this is just the latest corrupt crap that runs it. Did I say corrupt to crap? If that's fine, it can be corrupt to crap or corrupt to crap. Both, both are meet the requirement. But this is mayor Jim Kenny of Philadelphia play for me. You know, I think what the president needs to do is frankly, put his big boy pants on 
He needs to acknowledge the fact that he lost, and he needs to congratulate the winner, just as Jimmy Carter did, just as George H.W. Bush did, and frankly, just as Al Gore did, and stop this and let us move forward as a country. Oh, really? Just as Al Gore did 39 days later, you, you stupid idiot. See, I, one thing I can't stand are uneducated morons. I mean, why don't you, just like Al Gore did 39 days later, so I'm assuming you'll give us our 30-day, 39-day window, huh, Jimmy Kenny? I guess we can. And typical propaganda, shaming, name-calling, big boy pants on, do all those things. Typical. You better, you better yield to the Democratic bourgeois elite. Did yield to them. Come on, Republicans. That's your job. Listen, that's been the Republican Party for decades, for ever since I've been alive. Alive. Always, I'm 52, always have been capitulating to the Democrats because they're afraid of them. I never understand why people are afraid of other people. What are you afraid of? I don't understand why men are afraid of their wives. I don't understand why parents are afraid of their kids. I don't understand why Republicans are afraid of Democrats. Well, they might say mean, th- mean things about me. They're going to say mean things about you, whether you capitulate or not. You're, all you're doing when you capitulate the Democrats, all you're doing is postponing your demise. They'll come after you later. All these idiots like Jeb Bush, like Mitt Romney and John Kasich and Marco Rubio, and even Lindsey Graham to an extent, even though he donated $500,000 to the Trump Defense Fund, he's still out there propagating liberal, liberal narratives right now about immigration. All those guys are, are spineless little worms who don't they, want, they don't want anybody mad at them. They don't want anybody calling them a racist. They don't, you know, that all they are, are what I call houseboy Republicans. They're really a bunch of geldings prancing around the field. That's all they are. Harem eunuchs, they just run around and do whatever the Democrats tell them to do. They're, they're, see, being a Republican to Marco Rubio is a job. If there was a job opening as a Democrat, he'd do it. Because being a Republican to him is not a conviction. Being a Republican, look at John Kasich. John Kasich and the Lincoln Project. It's funny, Pastor Rodney was talking about it before we lost him. He was talking about the Lincoln Project getting blasted by AOC because the Lincoln Project, which is a bunch of rhino Republicans who organized themselves against Trump, George Conway, Kellyanne Conway's uh, galactically stupid husband. He's one of the you know, lead members of that Lincoln Project. I just, like Dan Bongino calls it the Lenin Project. All the, you, those guys, they're just... Uh, they're not, they're not Republicans by conviction. They're not conservatives by conviction. All they are... Yeah, there you go. There's a bunch of them. There's your. There's the Lenin Project. That what they call themselves are a bunch of principled Republicans. You'll find that on their website. Principled Republicans who just pushed their ally is AOC. They may be going at each other right now. They're going at each other right now because AOC is saying that they didn't do as much for the campaign for Biden as they're claiming to. Think about that. Here they are, the rep- the principled Republicans. In a verbal argument with AOC about who did more for Joe Biden. Joe Biden, who wants to slaughter the unborn without any hesitation whatsoever, in the womb, in the birth canal, outside of the womb, like Ralph Northam. This that's who AOC, Kamala Harris, and Joe Biden are, and these principled Republicans. See, that's not about, it's not about, they don't have any principles. They're not a Republican out of conviction. John Kasich is not a Republican out of conviction. It's a job for him. 
It's a job for him. He'd go, you know what? There's an opening at Republican. I'll put my application in. If there was an op- if there was an opening for Democrat, he put in for Democrat. It's just whatever can get his little mealy mouth, uh, you know, into power. That's all that. That's all he can. That's all he cares about. And here's the thing: it's the same thing in the modern church. It's the same thing with pastors. They're not pastors out of conviction. If they were pastors out of conviction, they wouldn't have all closed during COVID, afraid of lawn dwarf Anthony Fauci. They wouldn't be. They would not have closed. You're like, they didn't close because they're afraid of Fauci. They're afraid. They were afraid of COVID. They weren't even afraid of COVID. They were afraid of what people thought of them closing or opening. That's all they cared about. They closed because they were, it's just like a parent scared of their kids. They closed because they were scared of the wisdom class in their church. You know, we ought to do what the experts tell us to do because the experts, they know every time. Look how much they've gotten it right so far. You know, we'll fight another day. This isn't our fight right now. Even our church is still closed eight and a half months later. We're going to fight another day. As long as they tell us, as long as they don't tell us we can't preach the gospel, that's what they're doing. You've been closed for eight and a half months. Pastors today, they're not pastors out of conviction. They're pastors out of job. It's a job opening. And they just try to be successful. They'll preach whatever. If it got to be popular to preach hellfire and brimstone, they would. And as soon as it's not popular anymore, they'll stop doing it. Typical, typical. Hackery that goes on. And it's all over. Listen, Washington, D.C., 95.7% 95.7% voted. 95.7% voted for Joe Biden. Donald Trump received like five, five or, well, 95.7, so it'd be four. So he's received five something percent. So I'm my 95.7 must be off. Must be like 94.9 or whatever it was. But he received, but basically Donald Trump received 5% of the vote in D.C. So D.C., you got it, Aaron? Trying to see what, what our stats were. Okay. So D.C. is thoroughly corrupt. So I got a little video from you, for you, out of, right out of D.C. to play for you. Uh, one of my favorite movie scenes. Play it for me. Another scandal, Jack. To protect itself. It won't allow the possibility of another deception that goes all the way to the top. You'll take the blame. Cutter Ritter will take some too, but it won't amount to much. They'll get a slap on the wrist. And then $20,000 an hour on the lecture circuit. The rest of the blame will fall on Greer. Oh, yeah, you'll take him down with you. You'll destroy his reputation. But that's as far as it'll go. The old Potomac two-step, Jack. I'm sorry, Mr. President. I don't dance. And that's what needs to be going on. Every Republican needs to look at every Democrat and say, you know what? I don't dance. I want to see the votes counted. And it needs to be, like Pastor Rodney said, it needs to be a forensic audit, a forensic recount. I believe that's what's going on right now. A forensic recount where you actually pull. I want to know if when the person, the person who belongs to that ballot, A, are they alive? B, was it them that cast that ballot? It's happening all over the country. People are showing up. And they go, they go to show up and, and cast their ballot. And their ballot was already cast by somebody else because of the non-fraud possibility mail-in voting that the Democrats have propagated since COVID came in. This isn't funny how COVID works out so well for the Democrats. And Christians, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. You ought to be ashamed of yourself that you ever closed your churches. Because isn't it funny how it all works out for the Democrats? 
You have mass rioting and everybody has an excuse to have a mask on. And now they and, and now with COVID, no, nobody can come in safe. You can't come in safely and vote like you have for forever because of COVID. So you got to do mass mail-in. And lo and behold, sleepy, creepy Joe Biden gets more votes than any president in, in, in any presidential candidate in history. And here and here's the thing. The real landslide was for Trump. Trump should be sitting right now saying, you know what? I received more votes than any presidential candidate in history, and it should be a Trump landslide. But instead, millions of invalid votes because of COVID went to Joe Biden. That's what really happened. It's all, listen, it's all a plan. COVID-19 came in and it, it, it absolutely opened the door for mass corruption. If you're riding, you get a mask on. If you're a voter, you don't even have to show up. We'll do it from home. It's just absolute mass corruption. Look at this. Oh, Pastor Rodney's back. Hey, Pastor, you're back. Gotcha. Hey. Good. Uh, you're back on. Uh, so I don't know what happened. My we, whole internet died. This never happened before. We banned you into oblivion. <laughs> hey, uh, but you're going to laugh at this. Mexico's president refuses to congratulate Joe Biden. <laughs> yes. The president yes. of Mexico. Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador has refused to congratulate Joe Biden. That's the way it should be. More, and I wish the Republican Party would do that. Aaron, he put says, on that. He says, until oh, yeah. all legal proceedings have concluded. There you go. What's wrong with waiting for that? I mean, no matter what, Donald Trump is the president until January 20th of 2021. He's the president no matter what until then. What, what's the big deal? And I, I can't get off of it, Pastor. You put that word in my head and it, it's just stuck there for forever. It need, there needs to be a forensic recount, a forensic audit. Every single vote needs to be looked at in these battleground states. Every single vote. I'm not worried about Rhode Island and Vermont. Every single, every single ballot in these battleground states needs to be forensically audited and looked at. Is the person that's on that ballot alive is the person that's on that ballot the one that actually cast that ballot does that person even exist because how hard is it if you mail out millions of mail-in ballots how hard is it they've what we've heard these countries these stories all over the country people receiving 18 20 30 ballots to their homes how hard is it just fill it out just like that the poll worker i showed a minute just fill it out just make it up. My name's John Smith. And then the Democrats will say, you don't have a, you're, you're undemocratic. You're a threat to a free and fair election. If you even look at the ballot, that's the whole plan. All right, put up that uh, Wisconsin graph for me here. Here's what happened in the middle of the night in Wisconsin. The state of West, uh, the state of the race in Wisconsin, total presidential votes for each party so far with 89% of Wisconsin's. This is where I went to bed. I wish they could, they don't see, they can't see your cursor on that thing right there. Okay, darn. You see where right there where the the blue line went up straight up? That's when I went to bed. Look at how it was. When I went to bed, the blue line was underneath the red line. I went to bed and I woke up Brown and Kenosha counties still counting. They weren't they're were supposed to cut they're supposed to shut down. I went to bed at four o'clock in the morning. I got up at seven thirty, and that's the turn that it took that it took. Explain to me how that is real. Anybody explain to me how any graph can ever look like that. One word, corruption. It's as simple as that. Pastor, did you see that graph? Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, there's no way. How's, how's the graph take off like that? <laughs> at four o'clock in the morning. 
It looks like the, the, the 15 days to slow the curve. No, I mean, exactly. I went to, it was so, it was sad. My son actually summed, uh, summed it up for me. He goes, you know, when I got up in the morning, I was sad by what I saw, but I was not shocked. And I was the same. I went in, got my iPad out. I wanted to see what was happening. I could almost tell in the air. It was like demonic in the air. I could tell something had gone awry. And Because I went to bed. I was confident. I went to bed. I slept for three and a half hours. Got back up. Woke straight up. Had to go see what was going on. And in three and a half hours of them shutting down the vote, they had counted all the votes. Typical Democratic Party. And I got up. And we're losing Wisconsin. And everything is now razor thin. And we're up by hundreds and hundreds of thousands of votes. All right. Here's some good stuff. And I'll get Pastor's comments on this. This is uh, Lou Dobbs speaking to... Just forget that video. I that one for a while. Um, this is Lou Dobbs speaking with uh, Sidney Powell and Tom Fitton from uh, Judicial Watch. Play the first one for me. Joining us now, Tom Fitton. He's the president of Judicial Watch. Sidney Powell, General Michael Flynn's defense attorney, former federal prosecutor, best-selling author. Uh, I want to say, first of all, thank you both for being here and I appreciate it. Sidney, let's start with uh, this election process. Uh, we just heard from John Solomon that the FBI indeed is being diligent, is involved, and we all hope he is exactly right. Uh, your thoughts first about the, the knowledge now that uh, the Justice Department is involved in this uh, review of the election. Well, I'm delighted to hear that. I think there are any number of things they need to investigate, including the likelihood that 3% of the vote total was changed in the pre-election voting ballots that were collected digitally by using the Hammer program and a software program called Scorecard. That would have amounted to a massive change in the vote that would have gone across the country and explains a lot of what we're seeing. In addition, they ran an algorithm to calculate votes they might need to come up with for Mr. Biden in specific areas. I think that explains what happened in Michigan, where the computer glitch resulted in a change of votes of uh, about 5,500 in favor of President Trump, just in one of 47 districts. All those districts need to be checked for that same, quote, software glitch, end quote, that would change the result in Michigan dramatically. Um, the same thing is happening in other states. We've had hundreds of thousands of ballots mysteriously appear for uh, solely for Mr. Biden, which is statistically impossible as a matter of mathematics. It, it can all be documented. We are putting it into materials that we will file in federal court, and we need to seek relief in multiple states to enjoin the certification of any election results. Tom Fitton, it's... There we go. All right. All right. You got the next one. We're going to play three straight of these in a row. I want you to get all this information. Then we're going to go over it. Play the next one, Aaron, at 328 for me. Well, Cindy, let's go back to to uh, Hammer and Scorecard. Are those the names that you just used uh, for those programs? Uh, what's being done about it? And, and how broadly were they used by vote uh, counters uh, in various states? I, th I think they were very broadly used, but but not by the vote counters. They were used by the forces in the Democratic operatives that had access to these programs 
through the the government access points that they have and used it illegally to change votes in this country. It's got to be investigated probably by the president's most trusted military intelligence officials who can get into the system and see what was done. But we do have some evidence that that is exactly what happened. And they've used it against other entities in other countries. It's just been turned recently against our own citizens here to change election results. It's absolutely appalling that that can be done. And whether it's called comp computer glitches or something else, somebody has actually gone into the system and changed voting results. Hey, bring it back to me. And then Aaron, load up that last one, 509, play it for me. Yeah, I know. But this one, there's going to be a break after this one. What can we do about it? Because the, the Department of Justice, I mean, if there's evidence of that program, why not just turn it over to the Justice Department and say, let's and, and go to the courts and say, this has got to stop now. Here is the way in which it was done. Well, we've been trying to get their attention and we're going to try even harder and we'll have to put it in a federal lawsuit, apparently, and get as much of it out as we possibly can. We have some excellent witnesses on the issue. But this is coup 5.0, Lou. I mean, there was no reason to think that the Democratic operatives who spent hundreds of millions of dollars creating the Russia hoax, the Steele dossier, taking us through a special counsel operation for two years, trying an impeachment hoax, the apocalypse hoax, the obstruction hoax, wouldn't go so far as to create every means right. of voter fraud they could come up with to steal this election. That's exactly what happens. The president must fight back now in every way, shape, or form. We cannot let this republic be stolen by the Democratic operatives who want to destroy the republic and make it a socialist country where they continue to line their pockets with these backdoor global deals like the Biden laptop from hell exposes. <laughs> All right, back to me. All right, let me go over what she said in there over those three videos. She said that 3%, and Pastor's on with us, good, 3% of the vote total changed. 3% from the Hammer program, scoreboard program, it's 3% of the total vote changed of ballots that were collected digitally. 3%, think about how many. This is a country of 330 million people, allegedly, about 150 million people just voted. So 3% of that is, I don't even know what, you guys can figure that out for me over there, if you could. Of those votes were changed the moment that they were digitally cast. They were changed by the Hammer program, scoreboard program, or Dominion software. She, uh, Sydney Powell, who's the attorney for General Flynn also, and she's a monster, by the way. She said that this is coup 5.0 across the country. They also ran, now this is key. And Pastor, I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this. They also ran an algorithm to calculate. This is on the digital record of Hammer Software, Scoreboard Software, Dominion Software. They also ran an algorithm to calculate how many votes would be need, needed for Joe Biden in specific areas to win. Explain to me how this election is legal when you have people running an algorithm to see how many votes it will take for the Democratic Party candidate to win. Pastor, your thoughts. 
Well, here's the thing. What people don't realize, so even, let's say, the horror of horrors takes place. <laughs> and let's say that the courts are totally corrupt and they side with the left. And Trump has to leave office, which obviously at that juncture you'll have to concede and leave. I'm just, I'm doing the worst case yeah. scenario. Yeah. Here's what people think. If they think America's going to be better off, you've just opened up the worst hellhole on the nation, because from now until ad infinitum, until, you know, the Lord comes, you will never be able to trust another election again. Yes. You'll never be able to trust it, because in some ways, that machine would never take a total of one vote. It would take a 75% of the vote, or half of the vote, or 1.25 of a person's vote. Right. That's what I was reading on it today. So yeah. it never took, like, your, your vote, one vote. It took your vote, your wife's vote, make it, make it one. Or your vote, your wife's vote, and somebody else's vote, and make it 2.5. Right. It, it, it's a crazy, the way the algorithm works. Right. So I don't even understand all that. But if Trump does not fight this thing, because, because this is not about Trump. This is about the integrity of elections. The whole world knows it's a scam. That's right. They all know. I know because I talked... I've got people talking, intellectual people from around the world talking. They know the whole thing's stolen. They know the whole thing's rigged. And basically, it takes us and puts us in the realm that we are no better than Zimbabwe. We are now right. Zimbabwe. We're now the Congo. We are now an African third world country. And that's the way it is. And, and Pastor, is there, any, is, is there any other light? Is there any other place to run? in the world but the united states no 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 there's nowhere else to go somebody said i'm going to australia i said they worse off than we are <laughs> somebody said i'll go to new zealand there is no other place yeah. this is the noose that's tithing on the globe this is the antichrist system the only place that was free was america the only hope was djt yeah and people think i support the republican party they are wicked to the core republican <laughs> party please i don't trust them at all <laughs> i only trust one person Donald J. Trump, period. Right. That's it. That's right. He's an outsider. There's nowhere else to go. And uh, City Powell went on to explain that that explains what happened to the quote-unquote glitch, because this is all the same software that occurred in Michigan, which turned 6,000 Biden votes over to Trump and also won a local Republican the race that he had been told he lost. It also explains why ballot dumps 100% for Biden are statistically absolutely impossible all right here's a this is the last part here this is tom fitton and he's he's talking about what state legislatures can do about this play it for me now uh, you, you know i go back to the numbers you reported at the beginning of the segment the president was winning on tuesday right. and he's not winning now and he's not winning now as a result of a process that the voters can't have confidence in the state legislatures can't have confidence in in my view the courts can't have confidence in so the question is, are the courts going to undo what went on? I don't know. But the state legislatures in Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, uh, Wisconsin, perhaps Arizona, they now have an opportunity to make a stand on behalf of the rule of law. Are they going to endorse what went on this week? Or are they going to appoint a clean slate of electors that supports President Trump? That could be the next battle. And I would think that activists interested in this issue, and if you're concerned watching this, 
Start talking to your state legislators. And I start asking where Congress is, because Congress, in the end, is going to be the judge of the electoral mm -hmm. co uh, college votes. And I, if I were in Congress, I'd be telling these states, you better keep up on, uh, you better be honest here, because we're not going to accept your votes if, you're, if, you're, if your election is a sham. All right, back to me. All right, so in the battleground states, in Georgia, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Wisconsin, and Michigan, all six of those states are controlled by Republican houses. And they're the ones that issue the electors. And all they have to do is do what Pastor Rodney said from the pulpit of the River Church is that a state legislature can order a forensic audit. A state legislature can assign electors. So all that needs to happen is for the Republicans, and it's sad to hear, but it's true, what Pastor Rodney said about the Republican Party, we've seen it. They're spineless. They're spineless at best, corrupt at worst. All they have to do is step up in this moment of time to keep America free, to keep America safe, to keep America valid. All they need to do is step up and take control of the elections. I'm wondering right now, where on earth is Brian Kemp in the state of Georgia? I wasted my time two weeks ago singing his praises. I bashed Donald Trump for jumping his case about open up his state. And where is Brian Kemp? Where is he? Why is he not taking control of the election in Fulton County? Pastor, you chime in. Well, here's the thing, too, what people don't understand. In the counting offices in Atlanta, the people that were counting had Black Lives Matter shirts and Black Lives Matter mask on. <laughs> so that, you need any more explanation. Which governor is going to come in there and sort it out? You can't. We had a whole team up in Atlanta helping with the whole voting thing from Tampa. We had to pull them. We had to pull them this afternoon because of the potential violence. By the way, just so you know, yep. <laughs> President-elect Biden uh, <laughs> In like this, just announced that 230 million thousand people have died or lost a loved one to COVID. 230 million thousand. So, hey, just we, so you know. Oh, good. Yeah. So yeah. we got a hundred. So we have a hundred million people left in the United States. COVID no, no. so far has killed off two thirds of the population. That's yeah, where we're 200, at. 230 million. Yeah. <laughs> 230 million thousand. That's more than 230 million. <laughs> oh, did he? Did that's he? Like, did he throw a thousand on the end of that? No, no. That's what I'm saying. 230 million thousand. <laughs> and, <clears throat> what's so funny? Our previous South African president used to speak like that, and he would say these long things. So I just tweeted said the spirit of Zuma, which most people wouldn't know that, but the South Africans wouldn't know. That's hilarious. <laughs> Two hundred and thirty million thousand. <laughs> oh, you know, we had had them run the numbers for me with that hammer program, Dominion software, scoreboard program, scoreboard software that Sydney Powell is talking about that's caused all these all these glitches. And it's in upwards of thirty states. That's where this is thirty states. And like Pastor Rodney says, it's not a glitch. It's programmed in. They ran an algorithm. It's on the computer. See, that's, that's the funny thing about these old school Democrats is they don't understand technology. They're as dumb as I am. 
about technology. They don't understand that you're leaving a digital trail. So when you put on there, uh, they ran an algorithm. How many votes will it take to win the state of Pennsylvania? It's on there forever. You cannot erase it. Not even Hillary Clinton's bleach bit software could erase it. It's on there for forever. So this software in all probability stole at least, and this is just in ballots that were turned in pre-election digitally, at least 3% of that, 3%. So this we are talking about millions, millions of ballots that it's are completely between, incorrect. Probably it could be between three and a half, or three and a half to four, close to five million. Right, exactly. Yeah, four, because yeah. you actually don't know how many people actually voted. And that's exactly. the problem. Exactly. So on a low side, three and a half million. On a high side, could be five million. You, you right. don't know how many people they, you know. Yep, exactly. All right, our next people one up. Voting, oh, people are voting from hell. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing that people are voting from both heaven and hell right now. It's a miracle. Democratic the Party. Go, it's appointed on the man wants to die <laughs> and offer that to vote. <laughs> Hebrews 927, change tonight by Pastor Rodney R. Brown. All right, here we go, Aaron. Uh, Robbie Starbuck tweet. Uh, one Michigan County clerk caught a glitch in the tabulation software, so they hand-counted votes and found the glitch caused 6,000 votes to go to Biden and Democrats that were meant for Trump and Republicans. 47, get this now, 47 Michigan counties use this software. It's not just 30 countries. I mean, 30, 30 states. It is how many counties inside of states. This one little county alone turned 6,000 votes over to Donald Trump. Well, this is a little tiny county in Michigan. 6,000 votes over to Donald Trump. Won a local election that the Republican candidate was told when he went to bed he lost. It turned out, and allegedly it's a software glitch. Play the video for me. If all this wasn't enough in Antrim County... Ballots were counted for Democrats that were meant for Republicans, causing a 6,000 vote swing against our candidates. The county clerk came forward and said, tabulating software glitched and caused a miscalculation of the votes. Since then, we have now discovered that 47 counties use this same software in the same capacity. Antrim County had to hand count all of the ballots and these counties that use this software need to closely examine their results for similar discrepancies. The people of Michigan deserve a transparent and open process. Bring it back to Mayor. It is truly amazing though, right? Why don't these, and you know, Pastor Rodney caught it at the very beginning of the podcast. I was calling it a glitch and he says it's not a glitch. Well, of course it's not a glitch because every single time it happens, it favors the Democratic candidate. Why is it that there's never a bag full of votes that come in at three o'clock in the morning, 100,000 of them for Donald J. Trump? Why is it that this glitch gave 6,000 votes, 6,000 clean votes to Joe Biden in a state where at the time Donald Trump was up by about 150 to 300,000 votes, depending on what time of day you're looking at it? It's not a glitch. It's absolutely programmed in. They ran the algorithm. That's what happened. That's all that it was. There is no glitch. And the same glitch. And by the way, Todd Starnes came out about an hour before 
the podcast tonight. Todd Sarnes went out. This is from ABC out of Atlanta. No, NBC. NBC out of Atlanta. That they have found a major glitch in theirs that's going to cost Joe Biden an exponential amount of votes that could possibly sway the election in Fulton County. This is the now. This is from NBC News. This I can't remember. I used to past you remember. We always used to go. This isn't from Fox News. We can't use that anymore. I guess we have to use Newsmax our own. This is not from Newsmax our own. Uh, this isn't from the River Church or Foundation Church. This is from NBC Atlanta, where they they are now saying you pull up the Todd Starnes on Twitter. It came out that they found they found a computer glitch there too. I bet you it's one of the thirty states that has dominion software that is suddenly taking a whole bunch of votes back from joe biden pastor any more thoughts on that stuff (laughs) there's not much it's like i'm watching it's overwhelming i mean i've seen this all in africa yeah here's joe biden tonight the whole world is watching america I believe, at our best, America is a beacon for the globe as we lead, not by the example of our power, but by the power of our example. Where's Hunter? (laughs) The laptop from Hades. When I told him, you either fire that guy or you're not getting the money. (laughs) And within an hour, well... Yeah, yeah. That's the example there. You've got the example. You have the example of, you got the example of 150 billion flown into Iran. You have the example, and it goes on and on and on. The example of the White House being painted with rainbow colors. Yeah. And I mean, when you know, under Obama's regime. I never said much. I mean, I, I actually never even like rebuked him on Twitter or whatever. I mean, I just, I can't remember what I did, but I just remember that I never did, I never did do that. I always referred to him as President Obama. Um, but let me tell you what, what I saw was so, I would just, I would sit and say, is this real? Is this the twilight zone? And I, and I can't even imagine, I can't even begin to comprehend what we're going to be dealing with here the next four years and the american people all those in florida here i mean you know a good amount of people voted for biden and christians that voted for biden no boy they have no clue what they they voted for because they don't understand it's not about joe joe's a puppet kamala is a is a puppet because four years from now there's going to be somebody else yeah. What was so different about Trump was that he wasn't a puppet. People right. don't understand that. Right. Well, the media hated him. Yes, because he would not play the narrative. Right. Well, all the, na- the nations actually don't hate Trump. They love Trump. Everywhere he goes, they love him. It's the leadership. It's the yeah. media leadership, the financial leadership, and the governmental leadership, because they're all part of this cabal. Right. But the people, the people love president trump that's right if i was trump i'd do rallies i'd do four or five rallies a day for the next three weeks (laughs) 
<laughs> and run outward yeah. during rallies. There's people that are recommending. Yeah, there's high-level people that are recommending him to do that. Sebastian Gorka yeah. being one of them are recommending that he gets out and does that again. You know, but I don't know how high-level Seba is. Just uh, you know, he's just got a he's got a big audience. He's on his the Trump's education he, he, board. He did you know. get fired. He, yeah. he got fired from the White House. So yeah, I don't yeah. know how. And I'm I'm not trying to be mean to him, but. Uh, he and I, he followed me on Twitter. I followed him and I sent him the document of the Rockefeller Foundation. Yeah. The 52 page document. Yeah. And I said, what do you think? He blocked me on Twitter and left me a message saying, stop wearing your tinfoil hat. Oh my. Yeah. So, I mean, so I realized that he's not what he says because I, I didn't send him a, a piece of document that I fabricated. I actually sent him a link no. The Rockefeller Foundation. No, no I, I read said, that entire what? thing. Huh? I read that entire document. Yeah, that yeah, was completely said, valid. It's Get it's their own thing. It's off their website. There's no there's no tinfoil hat needed. I'm just saying. So he yeah. blocked me. So then I said, okay, there's a reason. This guy's not who he th who he says he is. No wonder Trump let him go. You know. Yeah. So it's it's the same as John Bolton. There's a lot of neocons, neoconservatives hanging around. You know. So. What I'm concerned about, really concerned about now, are all these 300 judges that have been put in place. Were they really conservatives or are they neocons? You know, well, so yeah. I'm a believe for the best. Yeah. You know, but I don't know, man. Yeah. I well, I mean, we, we definitely we definitely lost out. I mean, but I'm hoping that, you know, Trump's record on judges has been pretty good. Neil Gorsuch, Kavanaugh. Amy Coney Barrett, I'm hoping that they're, they'll be legit because it's funny because Republicans have nominated 15 out of the last 17 Supreme, Supreme Court justices, and we've got a 5-4 court because uh, John Roberts has flipped liberal. We all know that. So we have a 5-4 court. If we, we nominate 15 out of the last 17 Supreme Court justices, and somehow we end up because Ronald Reagan did a terrible job. He did, as much as I hate to say it, he did a terrible job nominating Supreme Court justices. And I know that you're talking about lower level uh, judges too, but you know, put, Ronald Reagan didn't do good. Him. The Bushes didn't do they, good. They put them around him. I mean, look who, look who they suggested for Attorney General, Jeff Sessions. What did he do? Oh, Nothing. Boy. Then we get Barr. Where is Barr? Is he alive? <laughs> is Barr alive? Is he breathing? <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's time. It's time. That's the thing. Every, they, these guys should be stepping up right now, not stepping down. All right, put up that next Trump tweet for me. Trump puts out. I know, buddy. It's okay. Let's do what you can. Seventy-one million. There you go. Right there. Play there. Trump puts out seventy-one million legal votes, the most ever for a sitting president. That's all true. Just wanted to get that out there, Mister. That the the president put that out. All right, Mister. Reagan video should be up next, Aaron. All right, let's play it. 1248 for me. And then there was this woman. I am a victim of voter fraud here in Michigan. I got sent seven absentee ballots with never applying for one. And I went to vote in person on November 3rd. And after giving them my ID card, I ended up having to fill out an affidavit because I was questioned if I had voted already. And I haven't come to find out that somebody did vote in my name. So voter fraud is real. Michigan is a crapshoot and the polls are rigged. And this guy. 
Steve has a fit about something. <laughs> Most of us have seen this, but it's worth seeing again. <laughs> and then flips off a ballot and then crumples it up. All right, bring it back to me, Aaron. Get the next one ready for me. Run, it, run that for me, 1506. Hi. And there's also a few Michigan voters who seem slightly suspicious. Donna Bridges, a 119-year-old voter. June Aiken, a 120-year-old voter. And William Bradley, a 118-year-old voter who died in 1984. My buddy Austin Fletcher. <laughs> right, <better> <laughs> so there you go. There we go. Just more footage right out of... Uh, Right out of the the polling places, the vote counting places, and they're all all with their masks on, t filling in ballots when they're that they're supposed to be counting. All right, Rogan O'Hanley tweet, put that up for me. Joe Biden will be. This is one of my favorite tweets of the day. Pastor Rodney's got me hooked on Twitter. It's his fault. But Joe Biden will be at the presidential inauguration on Jan January twentieth, but he won't be the guy getting sworn in. <laughs> This tweet will age well. I've saved a bunch of I've saved a bunch of tweets from a lot of people that I cannot wait to use because I really do believe I really do believe that it's going to turn around. Get that next one ready for me, Aaron Rudy Giuliani. I really do believe that it's going to turn around. Play it for me. These these uh, lawsuits will be brought starting on Monday, but the first time it was discovered was here in Pennsylvania just a couple of days ago. Uh, the people you see behind me are just a few of about, I'd say 50 to 60 poll watchers who will all testify that they were uniformly, will wait. <laughs> There's always a plane that shows up. It's like- <laughs> That they were uniformly uh, de deprived of their right to inspect any single part of the mail-in ballots. So when I go to the poll, it was um, basically, uh, they put us at 20 feet away. And uh, they said no cameras, no phones, can't take, you cannot take pictures. Uh, I was even harassed by some of the Democratic Party uh, poll watchers. And that is also recorded. And then, um, next thing you know, it was six feet away. And they still would not allow us, allow us to see anything that was happening. You can bring it back to me. So there you go. The Rudy Giuliani has numerous witnesses. Here's an interesting part. I don't know if I have this caught on video tonight, but it was basically the same press conference, which is really funny, is that they've caught in Philadelphia, you know, Philadelphia born and raised, Will Smith. His dad's been dead like for 20 years, and he, his dad has recently voted. Uh, Joe Frazier, who fought Muhammad Ali in the thrill of Manila, who's been dead for many, many years. He also has voted in recent elections. That's how corrupt Philadelphia is. These are, you know, these are well-known people. The father of Will Smith and Smoking Joe Frazier. They, they've all, they voted in recent elections and they've been dead for decades. And that's, that, that is what has been going on 
for years here. It's like Pastor Rodney said, this is not about Donald J. Trump. This is about the integrity of our elections. And I don't know why anybody wouldn't want all these, all these votes counted instead of, instead of wondering, you know, who voted for who are these people alive, whatever it may be. But all right, Donald put up uh, our last uh, Donald Trump tweet for the night here. All right, here we go. And it goes right along with this. The observers were not allowed into the counting rooms. I won the election, got 70. This, this uh, tweet was censored by Twitter. They put a warning label over it. Got 71 million legal votes. Bad things happened, which our observers were not allowed to see. Never happened before. Millions of mail-in ballots were sent to people who never asked for them. There you go. Pretty much sums it up. We're going to move on to something else beyond just ballots and ballots and ballots here in a second. Pastor, you got anything left on ballots or you pretty much burned out on that for the night? Yeah. I mean, we're <laughs> going to be hearing it now for the next, it's going to be like the hanging chads, you know? <laughs> yeah. Which um, I'll, I'll just read, the, read this and then I'll let you go for the night so right. that you can run flat out with what you've still got. <laughs> um, this is a, um, a statement by Joe Rogan. Rogan. Ooh. He said, Biden to me is like taking a flashlight with a dying battery and going for a long walk in the woods. <laughs> it's hard to argue with that. <laughs> so, great job, America. Phenomenal job because of your total stupidity. You yep. have no clue what you've done. Yep. You basically, if they get it right, you committed suicide. And that's it. And America will go into the dark night. And I know some people don't want to hear what I'm saying. I've been warning about this for years. And no one wants to listen. Everybody calls you crazy. Yeah. yeah. Which is fine. I'll yeah. be even crazier still. <laughs> but I love you, matter. Pastor. You're the best. You guys are awesome. You keep up the good work. We'll do. We've got a couple. Of, a couple. We've had a couple of hundred on YouTube tonight. So oh, I'm what? sure it'll. No way more. I hate for you to leave every time you start talking. My numbers go up. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> true, true. Hey, and I want to tell everybody this too, is that um, when I, I used to do this podcast, well, it wasn't a podcast. It was a Facebook Live from my truck. And I would get about you know twenty five to forty people max. Forty was huge. It was a huge day. And ever since Pastor Rodney played my video, I've never had less than 100. Love you, Pastor. Jonathan Shuttlesworth, too. Put my stuff up. I owe them both everything. Um, oh, what are you asking me? Oh, everybody is asking one last time, Pastor, before you leave, to show them your shirt. One last time. I'll read it for everybody. Pastor, right. because... I'll read it up for everybody. Pastor, because Hardcore Devil Stomping Ninja isn't an official job title. There he is, the devil stomping ninja, best pastor in America, my pastor. I love him. He is, there it is, making his move. And here's the titles. Here's the titles everybody needs to remember. Pastor Rodney Howard Brown is America's pastor that never closed his church, took a pinch, took a pinch for all the American pastors, took his pinch like a man, got arrested by the Hernando County Sheriff's Office. By, by a warrant issued by the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office, came to his house like a SWAT team, loaded him up, handcuffed him, drove him to the jail. He went to the jail, took his mug shot. There he is, modeling it. Took his mug shot, 
took a nap in the jail cell, didn't know whether he used to smile for his mugshot. I wish he would have smiled. That would have been great. Smiled for his mugshot. <laughs> he took his pension. Here's the thing. In all seriousness, before I let him go, pastor paid the price for every pastor in America, namely because right after this, Trump comes out and says that pastors are essential in America. One day after Pastor Rodney Howard Brown was arrested, Governor Ron DeSantis declared that churches were essential in the state of Florida. People like me never needed to worry again about opening our churches. Most, most churches still closed anyway. They didn't take advantage of it, but we all owe him a debt of gratitude, especially here in the state of Florida, Pastor. Again, you know, here's the thing. There's only one. And I know you've heard me say this a dozen times, and I don't mean to keep you, but there's only one national name that kept their church and ministry open. Only one. And that was you. And that, and that is why I've, you know, I'm, I re, I'm reading if, your books. If, if, I'm attending if, your church. <laughs> Go ahead. If, if we didn't, if we, if we had to close the church, maybe there wouldn't be 220,000 million dead. <laughs> <laughs> and that sums it up for the night <laughs> pastor i love you you're the best god bless you i'll see you up in tampa soon love you my friend love you love you love you all, <laughs> all right here we are uh drew holden tweet aaron can you put that up for me as soon as you can find it i know you gotta get reorganized there you go put it up there you go Drew Holden, with Biden having been declared the winner for now by major media outlets, I figured it would be a good time to share some of the people who have threatened retribution. Now we're switching topics, everybody. For some of the people, put it back up there for me because I wouldn't read it. There you go. Some of the people who've threatened retribution against Trump supporters. The list is a lot longer than I had anticipated, and I did not pull them all. Aaron just started throwing them up there for me. Here's numero one. There you go, Robert Reich. When this nightmare is over, these are all Democrats. We need a Truth and Reconciliation Commission. It would erase Trump's lies and comfort those who have been whatever. I don't know what the rest of it was, not worth reading. But that's Robert Reich calling for a Truth and Reconciliation Commission. Here you have actress Jamie Lee Curtis wanting to issue her new hat, PAGA, PAGA hat. And many more states, PAGA, my friend Nicole coined yesterday. Now the hard work of truth and reconciliation at Joe Biden. Next up, Chris Hayes, the most humane, reasonable way to deal with these people. If we survive this, yeah, if they survive a 99.9% .9 survivable COVID virus is some kind of truth and reconciliation commission. Chris Hayes says Trump's actions Evil floats truth and reconciliation commission for mask deniers. Next up bookmark for the 2021 truth and reconciliation committee. Brandon Freeman healing. The nation will not come from from choosing to put this behind us or to move on or to not look back. Healing nation will come from justice being served answered by Trey Graham truth and reconciliation proceedings and tribunals for Trump administration officials who won't, who won't participate. And leave that one up there for just a second. Truth and reconciliation proceedings and tribunals for Trump administration officials who won't participate and are found to have lied. So if you won't, you can bring it back to me for just a second. So if Trump officials won't participate in their truth and reconciliation commissions, they'll have tribunals. You know, I just want to say to all these people, bring it freaking on, bring it on.
Bring it on. Come and get me. Try. Try. I'm a Trump supporter. I'm a Trump donator. I'm a Trump propagator. Bring it on. Bring it on right here. Come and get me. Try to try to bring me to one of your truth and reconciliation commission. What are you trying to do? Reconcile me to Joe Biden's corruption and Democratic Party socialist lies? That's what you're trying to reconcile me to? No, thank you, communist hack. I'm not coming to your truth and reconciliation commission. You better bring an army. I'm not going. All right, next one. All right, here we go. Quinn Cummings. These are all blue checkmark Twitter. So, boy, these guys have got to have a lot of gravitas. Again, a truth and reconciliation commission would be highly useful. Russia is at war with us, and cohort of Americans think that isn't true, that that isn't true, because their skin is white. Get that. This is Democrats. This is the Democratic Party that has voted and just voted for Joe Biden. Here's Evan McMillan, another blue check marker. We should keep and publish a list of everyone who assists Trump's frivolous and dangerous attacks on the election. Name and share for name and shame forever. Let me, let me ask you this. Bring it back to me here for just a second, but keep that one ready. The one you got right there. When have you ever seen Republicans asking for a truth and reconciliation commission? Let me just ask. How can you be so galactically stupid that you can't see yourself for what you are? What are you, a member of the Politburo? I mean, who are you exactly? Joseph Goebbels? You're going to have a truth and reconciliation commission? And if you won't participate, then you go to what? Some sort of military tribunal? This doesn't scare you, Democrats. This is the people that you just voted in. These are the people that you just voted in. Next one. What brings us together in 21? Trump in jail? A truth commission? Or something else? I will bunch newsletter. I don't know what that means. Whatever. All right, next one. Here we go. It is essential to understand what we are watching. Look at look at Joe Biden's middle name, Robin It. Yeah, you're Robin It, all right. Joseph, I'm Robin It. The election, Biden of Delaware, has been elected president of the United States. American democracy is under attack by the defeated president. He is not acting alone. He is supported in his attack by his White House and campaign staff. He is also supported by several law firms. All of these people are complicit in assault on American democracy. None of them should ever be forgiven. All of them should pay a brutal price for betraying the American ideal. Hey, Steve Schmidt. Steve Schmidt. Bring it back to me. Steve Schmidt. What, what ex- exactly what is it that we violated? Name it. Ready? Go ahead. Name it. What has what Trump ever violated? You know, they always say Trump's a racist. Tell me what racist legislation the man has ever passed. Put up that picture. This sums up the Biden supporter right there. That's the fit. That is the cumulative facial expression of the Democratic Party. And they look at life. That is it. That's, I mean, you have to be so galactically either stupid or ignorant to ever call for a truth and reconciliation commission. Here's one calling for him. Put her nappy picture up. She's calling for him too. Just so you know, bug eyed little wonder. She's calling for a truth and reconciliation. You see, you don't think a lot of these people, you know, it's all, it doesn't matter whether it's Republicans or Democrats or conservatives. No, it's just, you know, same circus, different clowns. That is not the way that it is. These people are evil. Barack Obama sleeps. Listen, Barack Obama put Dinesh D'Souza in prison. Man, I want you to think about it. Not being able to touch your wife for a year, 10 years, 20 years, the rest of your life. 
of the ROAs during the rules of engagement during the Iraq wars under Obama. There's, there are 19-year-old boys that were sent to prison in 2009 under Barack Hussein Obama and the Obama and the Biden administration who are still in prison today because they shot the wrong person during a, war, a wartime situation in the midst of a battle. And Barack, I know I've said this before, you need to hear it again. It's real important. Barack Obama spoons Michael Obama every night in bed, sleeps like a baby with all those kids languishing in love and freaking worth because of his ridiculous liptard ROAs in the middle of wars. And they don't care. They'll put you in prison. Barack Obama put Dinesh D'Souza in prison because Dinesh D'Souza gave a campaign $20,000. Dinesh D'Souza's on the record saying that if he could have, Barack Obama would have put him in jail for 20 years. They don't care. See, it's all fun and games until it's you. It's all fun. Ask Roger Stone. It is all fun and games until they show up at your house. Now, we have a warrant for you. Uh, because we want you to show up, you know, we have a warrant for you to appear before our Truth and Reconciliation Commission. Don't think it's true? Put up the next one for me. Here's Jennifer Rubin. Jennifer, count every vote, Rubin. Does that mean legal or illegal, Jenny? Any Republican now promoting rejection of, a, of an election or calling to not to follow. <laughs> it's great. See, they're so stupid. They, go, they spend their whole life in Ivy League school and cannot finish a, a sentence in grammatical in proper grammatical form form or fashion to not to follow the will of voters or making baseless allegations of fraud should never serve an office join a corporate board find a faculty position or be accepted into polite society we have a list that is where we are that it was just who received really 50 million votes because he lost in a landslide. But that is the Democratic Party's gaslit presidential, what do they call it? President-elect? President-elect Joe Biden. That they're, they're keeping, these are the people that voted for him. They're keeping a list. You ever seen Republicans do that? Again, ever seen Republicans receive a thousand ballots in a cooler tens of thousands of ballots in a cooler in the middle of the night that went for them? No. Have you ever seen Republicans ask for a truth and reconciliation commission? Ever? Ever seen Republicans say that all Democrats that supported the prior presidential candidate that lost should be put on a list? Ever seen any of that? Ever? Ever see Republicans use the IRS to target Democrats? You ever see that happen? I haven't. I've never seen the IRS used. Lois Lerner. I've never seen the IRS used. Have you ever seen the CIA and the FBI? James Comey, John Brennan used to target Democrats? Name it. Please go ahead and name it. I haven't. I've been here 52 years. So please name it. You can't. Here's the wondrous of all wonders. AOC. Look at her. Is anyone archiving these Trump sycophants for when they try to downplay or deny their complicity? Bring it back to me. What, why do we need to worry about whether we downplay our complicity? Keep, keep it ready for me. I'm putting it right back up. We don't, need, we don't need to be worried about whether AOC, AOC's archiving in case we deny something. So 
what will be this opportunity for us to affirm or deny anything? What will this opportunity be, AOC? Put it back up there for me. Is anyone archiving these Trump, Trump sycophants for when they try to downplay or deny their complicity in the future? I foresee decent probability of many deleted treat, tweets, writings, photos in the future. Laugh out loud at the party of personal responsibility being upset at the idea of being responsible for their behavior over the last four years. She was getting jackhammered. What does personal responsibility have to do with anything? Yeah, we're the party of personal responsibility. Yeah, you shouldn't throw bricks through windows. You shouldn't burn businesses down. Dip squat. That's what we're saying. We're not talking about personal responsibility issued out by government tribunals and truth Truth and Reconciliation Commissions. That's what you're saying? That's that. That's what you're saying Republicans have been advocating for? Truth and Reconciliation Commissions? That's how we're advocating for personal responsibility? I mean, how stupid can somebody be? Absolutely stupid. Yeah, if you're wondering about Jim Comey, here's where he stood. Yeah, I wonder why he opened up an investigation on General Flynn. Yeah, I wonder why. After he was told by the CIA that Hillary was the one that was going to put out a false flag story about Trump colluding with the Russians, that he went ahead and investigated Trump after he was told by the CIA that it was Hillary that was putting out the collusion narrative against Trump via Fusion GPS, via the Christopher Steele dossier. And then what did he do? He knew that Hillary did all those things. He investigated Trump. You know why? Put his picture back up there. You know why? Because he's, he's, he's driven by politics. Look at the man. What former CIA director ever does this? Name him. Oh yeah, FBI. Even Mueller never did anything like this. Doesn't get much worse than Mueller until Comey came along. Christopher Wray's challenging him if he doesn't start moving. All right, put up the next one for me. Here's another Democrat. AOC, I'm working on some of these people myself. They are two categories. The R, the Republicans, who don't care and vote Republican anyways, and the completely brainwashed. The brainwashed ones need help. From government to intervene in the hate rhetoric allowed on the internet, such as <laughs> unbelievable. They, they want us to go to the government re-education camps. Hey, you know what? We can be like New Zealand with their COVID camps, only would be for our re-education camps. You better come with a lot of people, and you better come, to, come armed. I'm not going. Just so everybody knows. I'm not turning my guns in, ever. Just look at me. Look at me. Ever. I'm not turning them in. I'm not going to your truth and reconciliation commissions. I'm, you can put me on whatever list that you want. I am not going. I was a for, I'm a former cop. 1992 to 2017, straight. Law enforcement officer. I'm not going. Period. Bring it on. Bring it on, AOC. Bring it on, Keith Oberman. Chris Hayes. Bring it on. Come on. Get your latte-sucking self right here in my face. Come on, Keith Overman. Drag me off. Come on, I challenge you. Drag me off. Bring Chris Hayes with you. I bet you you and Chris Hayes couldn't get me into a truth and re reconciliation camp. You want me to go pastor? Okay, hit it. Hello. It's Pastor Tom Lipley here. Speaking once again on truth and reconciliation commissions. I want everybody to know that if you come to bring me to one of those truth and reconciliation commissions, you won't survive that. 
Amen. God bless you. There you go. I'm not going. I've made my stand. Listen, I'm done. I'm done with the Democratic Party. I am not advocating violence for anybody. Self-defense is one thing. I'm not advocating violence in any way, shape, or form. Joe Biden will never be president of the United States, but I'm just saying this for ease of discussion. If he was president, I'm not going to do anything. Don't do nothing to me, though. Don't do nothing to me. I'm still, I don't care. Pastor Rodney said this from the pulpit last night or the night before at the stand. Actually, I think it was last night. It was last night. He said, you know what? Yeah, this year it's COVID-19. Next year, it'll be COVID-20. Next year, it'll be COVID-21. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's COVID-666. I am not ever closing my church. I am not ever wearing a mask. I am not ever social distancing. Understand that. Understand that. I have never closed my church. I've been pastoring this church for 16 years. I am not closing this church. I will never close this church. I have never closed it. COVID-19 is a 99.99% survival rate for anybody under the age of 50. From 50 to 70, from 50 to 69, a 99, well, you break those numbers down a little bit, but basically a 99.5% survival rate. No, thank you. I ain't worried about it. Never. You can, listen, New Zealand, people think, what do you think is some sort of, I love Alex Jones, by the way. I'm just saying, just as in, for ease of conversation again. Think it's some kind of Alex Jones conspiracy theory, even though he was the only one right about Jeffrey Epstein's pedophile island for two decades, while everyone else thought he was a nut, a nut bag. He wasn't. But you think that there's no COVID camps in New Zealand? All you gotta do, I'm telling you right now, just Google it. Just go COVID camps, New Zealand. It's it, their government's on the on mainstream media talking about their COVID camps. Don't, I ain't going to no COVID camp. Understand that? That's a lie in the sand. I will never go. All right, put the next one up for me. Try to stay on task. You better believe it. We just launched the Trump Accountability Project. You don't believe it's true, huh? Anybody doesn't believe it's true? Okay, this is a blue chart check mark responding to AOCs. Is anybody keeping a list? Do you have the AOC one, Aaron? What is the list thing? I just want to put them in context to say yammered on for so long. Put that one up first and then get Harry ready. Thank you, brother. You're the best. Is anyone archiving these Trump sycophants? All right, there you go. Now put the next one up. There you go. And here's his answer. You better believe we are. We just launched the Trump Accountability Project to make sure anyone who took a paycheck to help Trump undermine America is held responsible for what they did. Don't believe it's true? Well, here it is. There's the Trump Accountability Project. Look at that. They've already got 2,677 followers. Joined November, just started. Woohoo! Back to me. Woohoo! The Trump Accountability Project has been launched. What is it? No- November. So it's probably what? November 4th that they launched it. Bring it on. Bring it on, a- AOC. Go, you want to bring me to the Trump Accountability Project? Go right ahead and see what happens. See, the interesting thing is one of the, the people that started it, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. The last guy, the last tweet that said, put that up for me so maybe I can have a shot at it, Aaron. The last one about the guy who's starting the Trump Accountability Project. Yeah, Harry. There he goes. Harry Sevyungun, Sevyungun, something like that. Well, he is a staffer for Pete Buttigieg's. He was a staffer for Pete Buttigieg's. Pete Buttigieg is presidential campaign. Buttigieg is a member of Joe Biden's presidential transition team. And you know what's so funny? Is Joe Biden is all about saying, you know what, because... 
we are at odds politically, that doesn't mean we're enemies. That's what he's saying. That's his big stump speech right now. That this isn't supposed to be, you know, prolonged political warfare. Uh, is he going to deny any of this stuff? I want to know. I want to know on the record. Is any mainstream media source going to ask Joe Biden? Well, how about where? How do you feel about the Trump Accountability Project? How do you feel about Truth and Reconciliation Commissions? How do you feel about Truth and Reconciliation Tribunals? Because allegedly you're wanting to tone it down in America, turn the temperature down. That's what Joe Biden's coming out there. He tries to sound so presidential. He's trying to win everybody over and the votes aren't even counted yet. Fox declares them the winner. CNN, Jeb Bush, Mitt Romney. I got a whole list of the idiots that have, the Republican idiots that have conceded, congratulated him on being the president elect. All right, next one. Here's Marsha Blackburn, Senator out of Tennessee. If by undermining America, and she's, re, she's re, responding to these Truth and Reconciliation Commission tweets, if by undermining America, you mean stopping Democrat socialists, not defunding police and blocking the Green New Deal, add me to your list. Yeah. Yeah, Marsha Blackburn. That's it. That's, that's the kind of person we need. And speaking of going back into our elections, how about this for election transparency? Play that for me. There you go. How's that for transparency? You know, you're... By the way, just so everybody knows, what you are looking at right now is a federal freaking crime. It is a crime. Rewind a little bit, Aaron, so I get that back. Oh, the media showing me. There you go. That is a crime. That is a felony to do that. That's a federal crime. Every single ballot. You can bring it back to me now. Thanks, brother. Every single ballot is supposed to be observed by a Democratic observer and a Republican observer, and with the Republicans, only the Republicans now, Democrats were allowed to flood the room. But the Republicans, they put up blocks. They put up covers. They covered the windows. I mean, if you ever, again, this is every every time. 2020. And by the way, I love 2020. Best year of my life. Seriously. Best year. Best year of my life. Love it. I know you're like, what are you, crazy? I don't, listen, I'm born for this. Bring it on. Bring on the conflict. I'll put, I'll, I'll smile right through it. Bring it on. Bring on the conflict. I've never seen anything like this in my life. A man covering windows so Republican ballot observers can't watch. Poll observers can't watch. A poll watcher can't watch. Never seen it before in my life. I've said it 50, 60, 70, 100 times in 2020. I've never seen anything like what you're looking at on that screen. I have never seen it in my life. Not one time ever. Not one time ever. Covering windows. Truly unbelievable. All right, from the Hill. This is a tweet. 11-6. Rona McDonald. This is a video. In Michigan today, we announced a whistleblower who was told to backdate ballots. Oh, again, nothing I've ever seen before. This has been going on for decades. Play it for me. I just want to end and echo Lynn's statement of being patient. Everyone has talked about being patient, the media, Joe Biden. The irregularities we have seen are concerning. In Michigan today, we announced a whistleblower who was told to backdate ballots. That's illegal. An election official who was told by people in the room that many of the election officials were also told to backdate ballots to make, the, to make them legal against state law. 
These are the type of irregularities not only should we be pursuing, but the media should be pursuing. Every American deserves to have faith in our election integrity. And this is what we're asking. Let the ballots be candid. There's many, many military ballots still out. Let me bring it back to me. So you had poll workers being told to backdate ballots in the battleground state of Michigan. I wonder why you didn't hear about any any backdating of ballots in Rhode Island. I wonder why that is. I wonder why. All right, put that up there for me here. And right after that, get that video, that Trump video that I postponed till later. You got that ready for me? Here's Donald Trump. This is where he stands. Now, in the midst of all the backdating of ballots, the dead people voting, the bags of ballots showing up for Joe Biden at four o'clock in the morning, he says, I will never give up fighting for you and this nation. Play the video for me. Years from now, some of them may look back and ask themselves whether they've made the right choice, whether they've made the most of the opportunities they've been given. Together, we have the same mission. Over the course of your life, you will find that things are not always fair. You will find that things happen to you that you do not deserve and that are not always warranted. But you have to put your head down and fight, fight, fight. Never, ever, ever give up. Don't give in. Don't back down and never stop doing what you know is right. Nothing worth doing ever, ever, ever came easy. And the more righteous your fight, the more opposition that you will face. In your hearts are inscribed the values of service, sacrifice, and devotion. Now you must go forth into the world and turn your hopes and dreams into action. America has always been the land of dreams because America is a nation of true believers. When the pilgrims landed at Plymouth, they prayed. When the founders wrote the Declaration of Independence, they invoked our Creator four times. Because in America, we don't worship government, we worship God. It is why our currency proudly declares in God we trust. And it's why we proudly proclaim that we are one nation under God. The story of America is the story of an adventure that began with deep faith, big dreams, and humble beginnings. There you go. Why not fight? You ever ask? Why not fight? We don't have to accept any election until all the legal ballots are actually counted. We don't, and all the, by the way, it's not just counting the legal ballots. It's getting rid of the illegal ballots. That all needs to happen. But why not fight? You know, this is written of in the book of Galatians chapter one, verse 10, where Paul wrote, he goes, for do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I still please men, I would not be a bond servant of Christ. Most people aren't like Jeb Bush. Marco Rubio, John Kasich, Mitt Romney, Ben Sass, all those, they're man pleasers. You hear that? Man pleasers. No, thank you. I don't choose to be a man pleaser. I choose convictions. I choose principles. Jesus said, woe to you when all men speak well of you. For so did their fathers to the false prophets. Luke chapter six, verse 26. No, thank you. 
Most people are unprincipled who, and they will not fight because they are afraid of what people say. You're attacking our election. You're attacking our democracy. I don't care what some democratic, baby butchering, homosexual pushing, transgender pushing, socialist pushing person says to me, don't care. They're disqualified. I care what my wife thinks, my daughter thinks, my friends think, what fellow Christians think, some of them. But some Democratic Party transgender pushing, homosexual marriage pushing, baby butchering inside the womb and outside the womb pushing person thinks, I don't care what they think. They can call me a racist. They can call me a redneck. I don't care. A conspiracy theorist? Don't care. I want all the votes counted. I want all the legal votes counted. And I want all the illegal votes burned to the ground. Out. Cast away. Shredded. They're illegal. Illegal. Andy Swan tweet. Joe Biden was so inspiring that all the 90-plus-year-olds in Pennsylvania registered to vote this year. This is, this is facts, setting a huge record. Look at that chart. Look at the previous year. Look at it, and look how it went. Woo, Joe Biden, really, really popular with the 90-year-olds. Here's the problem. What's the problem with that? Not to be mean or coarse, no offense to any 90-year-old watching. I believe in 120 for people anyway. Galatians chapter 6, verse 3. Read it for yourself. But most 90-year-olds are dead. And lo and behold, they all registered to vote and voted for Joe Biden. He's very inspiring to dead people. Average age of death in America for a male is 78. Average age of death from COVID is 80. So there's not a whole lot of, you know, not that COVID has anything to do with it, but I'm just saying, just a little side note, that was for free. But most of those 90-year-olds that voted for Joe Biden, they're dead. And look, did you see how it went? I mean, that this is how that graph went. I'll put it, yeah, there you go. Look at it. The previous year is the bar before the last bar. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, th- look at that. Unbelievable. Joe Biden was so inspiring that all the 90-year-olds in Pennsylvania registered to vote. And lo and behold, in Wisconsin this year, their average voter turnout is between 60 and 70%. This year? Oh, nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to worry about. Just mailed out millions and millions of ballots. There's constantly people that are saying, I received 18 ballots to my house for people I don't even know. Constantly people coming up to the voting voting booth saying, I'm here to vote. And they say, you already voted. I didn't already vote. Oh, that's because their mail-in ballot was mailed to somebody else. Project Veritas. Play it for me. Tell us where you work. I work in the Traverse City Post Office, more specifically the Barlow Branch. Your boss told you and your colleagues something that shocked you this morning. What was it? We were issued a directive this morning to collect any ballots we find in mailboxes, collection boxes, just outgoing mail in general. Separate them at the end of the day so that they could uh, hand stamp them with the previous day's date. Today is November 4th for clarification. Who is your boss and what is his title? Jonathan would be a direct supervisor, yes. Uh, as of right now, he is the opening supervisor for the Barlow Branch Post Office. So I, and this is anecdotal, uh, carrier down in another office said they watched the postmaster doing it. Um, if it were just a typical day, it would be clerks. 
doing it up at the distribution center. So 8 p.m. election day, November 3rd, uh, the Court of Appeals uh, ruled ballots have to be received by that time. And, and what were you told? To separate today so they could mark them with yesterday's date and send them through the express system to wherever they needed to go. This appears to be an attempt to circumvent Michigan law and allow late votes. And uh, you said there was a hamper where letter carriers were supposed to leave their ballots. Where are the ballots now? They were putting them into express bags to go to the distribution center. In regards to a uh, hamper, there was a standard hamper that all letter mail was supposed to go to, and they had a tub next to it that we were supposed to put any ballots collected today into. Yes. What made you come forward? Uh, that's sketchy. <laughs> I don't like sketchy. It screams corruption. Uh, also, knowing the post office's leanings politically, it, it didn't seem quite right. What is your message to other postal workers who see things like this? Report it. Report it. How are we supposed to have any integrity in this country if we are just going to let things slide based on a scaling issue? Are you afraid of retaliation against you? Uh, you bring it okay. up, Mayor. So if we don't have real elections, and they say if you if you talk like this, you play a Project Veritas video, you know, you can be taken off of social media, you're attacking the election's integrity, you're attacking democracy, you're a conspiracy theorist, all those things. There is nothing if you can't trust. How am I attacking democracy? I'm attacking corruption. If you don't want to talk about corruption, you're a third world socialist slash communist country. That's what, that's Goebbels. That's Stalin. That's Mao. That's Mussolini. That's Castro. If, you, if you're someone like me, I'm asking you, I want to know. Why did you backdate ballots? Why? I want to know. You don't want to know? If you know, if you ask, then you're attacking the election's integrity? How can you be attacking the election's integrity when you're asking for the truth? Is not integrity truth? I mean, someone needs to come explain to me. I need to go to maybe a class. Well, they might try to bring me a true truth and reconciliation re-education camp. Anyway, and maybe they can explain to me their ridiculous left logic. I don't get it. How can I be attacking the integrity of something that I want to know the truth about? And how can you be the defender of integrity when you don't want the truth talked about? Are you calling that post worker a liar? I bet you there's proof. I bet you there's proof. It's coming. Trump's going to win this thing. You're like, you're crazy. I'm telling you, I believe. I, I believe what the prophets have said. You're like, what are you, some kind of nut? No, listen, Kim Clement, pull it up for yourself. Prophesied that Trump would be in office for eight years. He'd come in whispering the name of Jesus and leave eight years later shouting the name of Jesus. Jeremiah, prophet Jeremiah Johnson prophesied that Trump would be in office for eight years. I believe in my heart that Trump won. I'm looking at mass corruption. Trump is going to pull this thing out. It'll be the biggest day of destruction in the history of the Democratic Party. When this thing falls apart and it's going to fall apart, all anybody has to do is look. No Republicans in the history of my lifetime have ever had the balls to even challenge Democrats because they'll be accused of trying to attack the integrity of our elections, attack our democracy. How can you attack a democracy when all you want to know is, is a ballot valid? How can that be attacking democracy? That is democracy. That is what democracy is. I want to know the truth. I'm a free person. I would like to know the truth, please. How am I attacking democracy? 
They're always going to accuse you of that. They're going to say that it was, oh, that's already been debunked. They said that about the Sharpie markers. That's already been debunked. Yeah, by some Democratic hack elections board supervisor. Forget these people. All right, the, the, uh, Todd Sarn's tweet. Dominion ballot software. This is a prudent request from Paul Gozar. Blue check mark. I am calling on Doug Ducey governor of Arizona to call a special session of the Arizona state legislature under article four of our state constitution to investigate the accuracy and reliability of dominion ballot software and its impact on our general election. It has been glitching. Of course, every glitch is in Joe Biden's favor all around the country. It's already happened in Atlanta. That came out two hours ago. And it's going to cost Joe Biden an exponential amount of, of, of votes in Fulton County. Just came out. We go to Todd Starnes on Facebook. Awesome. Awesome Facebook page. Or follow him on Twitter. You get all the same stuff. I'm a Twitter maniac. So go to Twitter. Easy to follow it. It just came out. I know I've already said it two hours ago on the show here. But it just came out an hour before the show started. It's coming out of NBC in Atlanta. That... This another one of these Dominion software glitches. All oh, this is conspiracy theory. No, it's not conspiracy theory. Dominion software is real. Dominion software's lobbyist, chief lobbyist, is Nancy Pelosi's former chief chief of staff. Facts. That's it. Facts. Dominion software's. Chief lobbyist in Washington, D.C. is Nancy Pelosi's former chief of staff. Fact. Absolute fact. Pull it up. Go ahead, libtards. Pull it up. Bring it on. Bring it on. I'm not afraid of anything because I operate totally in the truth. Listen, if Donald, I love the cops. When the cops act like jackbooted thugs, I say it. If a cop arrests anybody for wearing a mask or not social distancing... He just made an unconstitutional arrest. And I hope he gets his butt suit off. Just like I advocated for when they arrested Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office. Issued a warrant for Rodney Howard Brown. I hope that the sheriff got, arrest, got sued. The cops got sued. Because whenever they... It's all truth for me, baby. All truth, baby. I don't care. I don't have an agenda. I want to know what the truth is. Show me the ballots. If Biden won, I'll tell you. I'll say Biden won. But if I see somebody on there who's 147 years old voting for Joe Biden, I got a problem with it. Don't attack our elections. That's not attacking our election. That's fortifying our elections. What's the matter with you people? It's not hard. Just go after the truth. It's not hard. Truth is truth. When the cops are right, they're right. I stand with them. Most of the time they are. When the FBI is running corrupt investigations, and by the way, the FBI is corrupt from head to toe. Even the rake and file, corrupt. Absolutely corrupt. I won't get into that tonight. Mail-in voting predictions. This is a good video. This is uh, Attorney General Barr and Donald Trump. Play it for me. To have confidence in the results of the election and the legitimacy of the government. And people trying to change the rules to this to this methodology, which as a matter of logic is very open to fraud and coercion, is reckless and dangerous. Well, that was back in September. So where are you now, Mr. Attorney General? Why are you silent when you warned about this? In fact, it wasn't just you. The president saw it coming. Even I saw it coming. 
This is going to be a fraud like you've never seen. Thousands of votes are gathered and they come in and they're dumped in a location. And then all of a sudden you lose elections that you think you're going to win. I won't stand for it. You could forget about November 3rd because you're going to be counting these things forever. But I, I do say this universal mail-in voting is going to be catastrophic. It's going to make our country a laughing stock all over the world. You'll have somebody like the governor of Nevada come out with this massive plan out of nowhere to take millions of ballots and send them all over the place. You'll never know who won that state. Florida's done a great job, and we have total confidence that if you mail in your ballot in Florida, it's going to matter. The president predicted it to a T. So where are we today? It shouldn't surprise us where we are. We need bold leaders now, and they are wilting, playing a disappearing act. Senator Mitch McConnell, this president just got you elected. That goes for you too, Senator Lindsey Graham. Get in front of this Democrat election heist and do something. You owe it to the president, and you owe it to all of us. Listen to Missouri's former GOP chair. Where's Kevin McCarthy? Kevin McCarthy should have been on the steps of the Capitol already with a press conference saying, you grew my caucus by 10 or 11 members, therefore I'm standing with you, Mr. President, against this steal. Well, he's right. You have everyday folks now standing guard outside these ballot collection centers for hours and right. hours. That's right. It's just like the church. The church just wilts and closes the COVID-19, and you got a bunch of beer-swilling, Republican, flag-waving, pickup truck, pick truck driving guys showing the church what freedom's all about. It's a sad state of affairs. Now you've got the Trump electorate out there showing the electors how to be free. Where, where are the Republican leaders, you bunch of cowards? Put up Eric Trump's tweet. Where are Republicans? Have some backbone. Fight against this fraud. Our voters will never forget you if you are sheep. Absolutely correct. Absolute. Where are they? All right, I've been going for about uh, two and a half hours or more. No, two hours and 50 minutes. If you guys want me to keep going, I got lots more material. If you want me to keep going, send me a message. I'll keep going for a cup for a while longer. Here's the list that I put together of capitulating, weak-kneed, ankle-grabbing Republicans. Pat Toomey of Pennsylvania, you coward. John Kasich, turncoat, baby-butchering moron. Little Marco. I would never, Marco, you know what? You are the biggest political tease on the planet. Every time I want to believe in you, I start to believe in you. I look at some of your more courageous tweets that you put out. And then, or even during elections where you've run, I vote for you every time. You're a coward. You're a capitulating houseboy, ankle-grabbing Republican. That's all you are. Why don't you stand up and have some principles? George Conway, husband of Kellyanne Conway, a principal Lincoln Project Republican. You're a coward, George, and nothing else. You stand in the shadow of a monster encourage your own wife. That's a pathetic state to be, my friend. Mitch McConnell. Come on, Mitch. Come on, cocaine Mitch. Come on, turtle Mitch. Get out there. Say something. Chris Christie, Jeb Bush, George W. Bush. You're a bunch of cowards. Rick Santorum. You're a coward too. Oh yeah, Rick, you got to keep your job there. What is it, MSNBC or CNN? I can't remember. What are you doing working there anyway? Because the paycheck means more to you than your principles? 
I, I, these are people that I, I voted for Rick Santorum for president. I voted for George, George W. Bush twice for president. I voted for Jeb Bush twice for the governor of Florida. Voted for Marco Rubio every time he's run. I, unprincipled charlatan hacks. That's who they are. You're like, Tom, and you know what? I'm tired of this too. They, all these people, they think that all of us are going to run back to them. Because what they'll put out there is, at least we're better than the Democrats. Are you sure? Are they really? What makes Marco Rubio better than a Democrat? What makes Jeb Bush better than a Democrat? Even more clearly, what makes John Kasich better than a Democrat? If you're perfectly fine with sticking forceps inside of a woman and pulling out her baby piece by bloody freaking piece, how exactly are you better than a Democrat? What's the point? I'm not doing it. If it's a Trump, I'll vote for him. If it, they got to be a Trumpian type figure. Other than that, I'm out. I'm done. I'm not doing it. Listen, I'm voting Republican. Don't everybody send me stuff. It just depends on which Republican. They're not gonna. They're not gonna just get me back. And you shouldn't just go back either, because that's their plan at the Lincoln Project. That's their plan with like Mitch McConnell's and Marco Rubio's and Ben Sasses. Their plan is to put put it out for well. You know what? If you don't vote for us, it'll get a whole lot worse. That, that's, our, that's what we're ascending to in this country. That's our goals is to vote for something that won't be as bad as the other, but eventually will be just a slower death. No, thank you. No, thank you. If you are for lawlessness, you are for Democrats. Looting, rioting, theft, arson. Those people are in charge of counting our votes. Those people are in charge of counting our votes. We're supposed to have like a Laura Ingram up next. There you go. Play it for me. Surprised that those who coddled and ushered in the summer of lawlessness have helped us have a fall election without law. And unfortunately, the law and the rule of law has lost its grip on the election process in the most successful democracy in human history. And that is a tragedy. It was the rule of law and equality before the law that helped us achieve that success. I've never seen such open defiance of court orders and the law since George Wallace stood in the schoolhouse door. We have to look closely at Philadelphia right now. The Trump campaign obtained a court order allowing people, as the law allows, to watch the counting process. The counting process should be transparent. It should be open to all Americans to see how their ballots are counted and tallied. They have defied that, that court order. They're still refusing to allow Republicans to gain access to see how the count is going. We have a prosecutor in Philadelphia who has threatened the president with jail if he shows up there. We have in the county next door, we have a prosecutor who threatened to arrest the person who was hired to put the video cameras above the drop boxes, which is required by law, by the way, so that we make sure people aren't shuffling multiple ballots into the drop boxes. Now, he I want to play something for you, Phil. Hold on. This is the excuse yeah. that the Pennsylvania Secretary of State gave for taking so long to count all the votes. Watch. <laughs> Counties are continuing to count. The final results are not certified until 20 days after the election, right? So I want to be clear. There's no final results happening yeah, now anyway. What's quick. happening? How do you, you we're going to go right back to that. How do you trust anybody who goes, who talks to you that way? You see, the thing is what we're doing. And you see, this is what we're doing. You know what? They're condescending. You see, 
This is a very large election. You see, I really think you're stupid. I think I'm smart. I'm so fed up with these Democrats looking down their nose at us. I'm so, I am so tired of it. They just expect us when they go, well, you know, this really is a a fair and open election process, even though um, we put covers over all the windows and, you know, we've barred all Republicans attorneys from the building, you know, and they just expect us to go, okay, we'll just capitulate. No more. No more. If anything, this is the greatest opportunity on planet Earth. Trump's going to win. But this is the greatest opportunity on planet Earth for us to stand up and do what they actually claim that we're against. Stand up for the integrity of the election. Play it for me. Counties are continuing to count. The final results are not certified until 20 days after the election, right? So I want to be clear. There's no final results happening now anyway. Mm. What's happening now is having enough ballots counted to actually see who the winner is, right? The farther apart that is, the easier it is to tell. So it's very close in Pennsylvania. The closer the race is, the longer it takes. Philip, wait a second. Why should the closeness of the race dictate the speed with which the votes are counted? That doesn't leave a good taste in my mouth. What? By machine, Laura, except in the case in Michigan, where the Democrat election official actually has Democrat officials filling out ballots for others who aren't there, completing the ballots, casting the ballots, and vote. But Phil, I got to ask you a fundamental. So the election, the lady that's in charge of elections says, that the closer it is, the longer it takes. Why would that be? I mean, do we ever think about it? Think about it on election night. Again, the, the year of how many times have I said I've never seen this before? I've said that 500 times this year alone. And I've probably said it cumulatively 50 times in my life before that, 500 times this year. Where I'm sitting there watching an election, it's 4 o'clock in the morning. I vowed to myself that I, would all, I wouldn't even start watching the election until 11, and I'd watch it till 1. That was the commitment that I made to myself, and I watched it from 8.15 till 4 in the morning. Didn't make it. And I watched it, and then they closed it down. Never seen that before. All of a sudden, Trump came out, was, shut, was absolutely stunned. He's like, we're winning, everything's going great, and they just, in, in Trumpian fashion, they shut it down. They shut it down. Yeah, they just shut it down. And then you have an, a campaign official. She's in charge of, I believe it's Pennsylvania, in charge of all the elections in Pennsylvania. And her ideology is the closer the race, the longer it takes. Why would that be? You're shoving ballots into a machine. Why would the closeness of the race stipulate that it would take longer? Does anybody ever look? When they Freudian slip like that, we need to take note because that is who they really are. And the last part there is they're talking about court orders. They're getting court orders. Corey Lewandowski, Pam Bondi, Rudy Giuliani got a court order to go in and watch. Watch the poll workers. Watch them count votes in Philadelphia. A court order. Not only were they still kept out of the building, the sheriff's office res- refused to respond and enforce the court order and democrats would go yay i'm glad you did oh really when it's your court order how will you feel when we do that to you see turnabout is fair play if we're going to have elections where we need to print as many ballots as we can as many counterfeit ballots as we can and the winner of the election is the one who printed up the most counterfeit ballots we can do that too we can do that too we'll do that right here in sarasota florida where it's a completely red county where we've got 440,000 people living 
and we'll just have 784,000 vote. Like what's happening all over the place right now. There's numerous counties throughout the state, throughout the, throughout the United States right now, just for simplicity of conversation. They've had 800,000 people living in the county and 1.2 million people voted. That is absolute fact. It's fact. That's happening all over the country. That's why Joey Biden thinks that he's gotten more votes because he's, he's not even there. He's living off in Mars somewhere. That's why Joey Biden believes that he's had, he has more votes than any president in history. And here's the reason why. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. That's correct. That's exactly what happened. And just on a side note tonight, ESPN starts its largest job cut in the history of the company. Play the video for me. ESPN has cut 500 jobs. It's the biggest job cut in the history of ESPN. It's brutal. It's absolutely brutal. I feel for all the people that are losing their jobs right now at ESPN. This is the culmination, and it will continue. It's not over yet. This is what I told you over the past several years was going to happen. ESPN's business is going to collapse. It is now collapsing. They are on the process, on the way, to losing 50% of their cable and satellite subscribers. What's fascinating about this is, when I started writing about this, ESPN had 100 million subscribers in 2012. You can go back and read the things that I wrote in 2012. I said they are in significant trouble. New forecasts are that by 2025, and this is probably still being lenient, they're only going to have 50 million subscribers. That's 50 million lost subscribers for ESPN. I got some quick math here for you. I think it's going to blow your mind. 50 million lost subscribers. I'm not even sure that I can do the math correctly here. Times 10 dollars a month, which is what ESPN has been making, times 12 months a year, that is, I believe, $6.9 billion a year in lost revenue that ESPN is going to lose in the years ahead. That's unbelievable when you think about the impact on the bottom line. Somebody can go through that and make sure that my math is correct. The answer is billions and billions of dollars of lost revenue. All right, back So if you go woke... You go broke. 500 people being laid off by, from a Disney company. That is Joe Biden's America. And what's our answer to that? Play it for me. watch it. <laughs> Just let it keep playing. My favorite movie of all time. Hold the line. I'll stay with you. You stay with me. Hold the line. I don't care what Fox says. MSNBC says. I don't care what a blue check mark on Twitter says. I don't care what uh, 
Kamala Harris or Joe Biden says, I don't care what anybody says. We need to hold the line. You need to do two things. Well, maybe three things. Number one, pray. Number two, donate to the Donald Trump Defense Fund. And if it's applicable to you, and it may be, listen, I will drive to Atlanta tomorrow for a Trump rally. Go and let's get, let's peacefully, let's get in the streets. Let's get our Trump signs together. And let's let people know where the true momentum is. Give. Here you have a pastor asking you to give to somebody else. Couldn't get any better than that, right? Trump's going to win. Hold the line. Stay with me. 3385 South Access Road, Inglewood, Florida, Foundation Church. Tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. and 11.15 a.m., I preach the Word of God, Hellfire Brimstone, the promises of God, the whole Bible, speaking in tongues, everything right here. Be here tomorrow. Google us, see how far we are away. If your church is capitulated, they're wearing masks, no touch services, social distancing. I don't care if they are open. They're still closed if they're doing those things. They're following a lie. They're advocating a lie and propagating a lie. Go to a real church, whether it's this one. If you're in the Tampa Bay area, go to the River Church, Rodney Howard Brown. If you're down south closer to me, come to me. And hear a true gospel message. I love you guys. Lord, I pray your blessings upon all that are watching. And I mean your abundant blessings. I pray your courage, your sustenance, Lord. That we would stand our ground for the unborn and for righteousness in this country. In Jesus' mighty name, everybody shouts amen and amen. I love you guys. I really do thank you for all that watched tonight. I love you so much. Seriously, I do. I love you. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Have a great one.